0: Log talk radio
1: you're listening to the totally driven entertainment radio network
0: in the future none of you are here are
1: you're legends get driven stay driven
2: tell you i love that last part of motor breath metallica i think every week i'm just going to open up with something i love about that song my god that was a, that's a great intro and uh this is a great night and i want to welcome everybody right now to pro wrestling now with magic mike ferrara episode number 94 i am magic mike ferrara Ah. Oh. And also, I want to tell you about Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. Get on board. Go to com. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We are Instagram. And uh, also, if you want to listen to our shows, we're on uh, Blog Talk Live right now. Uh, Spreaker, iTunes and Stitcher, so uh, check us out right there, and like we always say, get driven, stay driven, so, uh, and I want to give a shout out to my man, Bay Ragney, who's doing really good right now, and uh, we love him, and you know, he's the man, you know, he had the vision for the station, and uh, I'm grateful every time that I get a chance to come and talk with you guys. And uh, if you want, I'll give you my Twitter. How about this one, Magic Mike Ferrara at Not Whip for Life. That's the number for life. And also, if and also if you want to follow me on Facebook, all you have to do is just go to Pro Wrestling Now with your host, Magic Mike Ferrara. And of course, tonight I'm going to have a guest, a special guest co host. Uh, I do this every week. You know, sometimes I could get somebody, but most of the time, everybody, so far, I've had some really good co hosts. Last week I had Preston Montgomery Esquire. He was a co host, and we had a guest, Magic, of course, and uh, we had a great time. Anthony, Mr. Mojo, called in. And that was last week's show. You can listen to that, too, right now by just going to Spreaker, um, iTunes, Live Talk, Stitcher, Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. The number to call tonight, though, is 718-508-9883. Topics tonight, uh, I definitely want to talk about uh, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, what you liked, what you didn't like. Of course, the road to WrestleMania, which years ago, there was no road, but now there's roads, which we will get into the WWE Hall of Fame, you know, three WWE Hall of Fame, well, two WWE legends uh, passing away over the weekend. We'll talk about that. Uh, also Nicole Bass, we'll talk about her too um, And and we'll get into it This is what we're here for But 718-508-9883 is the number So I want to hear from you Tonight should be a call-driven show But right now we got to go to the phones Because we got, I believe this is my co-host for tonight the one, the only urban legend, urban. Are you with us tonight? Yeah, man. What's up? What is up, man? What is up? Say hello to the listeners. The listeners want to hear my new my co-host for this evening, kinda. <laughs> hey, how you guys doing? So, what's going on, man? How are you doing? What's what's uh what's life been uh these past couple of uh months since we last spoke.
1: It's been real busy, man. I've actually been talking to different promoters and uh, trying to get my name out. I got uh, way more bookings I had last time we spoke. I got a couple in Ohio and Pennsylvania, and then I got some in North Carolina, and I might be going to Texas sometime soon, too.
2: That's definitely great, man. Great, Great to hear that you're on a great path. And also, we know what's coming up for you in May. We know May 19th, uh, whew, May 19th and the 20th is that that's going to be uh, something that's the Mid Atlantic Wrestle Pro. Yeah. Just the talent. Uh, just the big event. Yeah, just the lineup, just the super card guest alone. How about How about this? The last time we spoke, I, I gave the lineup, but this time it's a different twist. How about the, the the soon-to-be WWE Hall of Famers, tag team, the Rock and Roll Express? Funny you to say <coughs> Rock and Roll Express because I'm actually
1: uh, pretty tight with Ricky Morton. Uh, me and him used to, uh, we wrestled for Pure Pro and Classic Pro, and I met him at a Pure Pro show, and we kicked it off ever since then. So occasionally me and him were on the same card, and we chit-chat, and uh, I know he had a school in uh I think Tennessee. It might, it might be Tennessee. Um I think it's called the House of Morton or something like that. Um, That'd be cool. I definitely wanna check out his,
3: his area.
2: Yeah, the Rock and Roll Express was definitely a tag team years ago that when you seen these guys and then you seen the Rockers, you knew the Rockers kinda of took something from the Rock and Roll Express. But the Rock and Roll Express was more famous for for NWA than they were for WWF at the time. They did wrestle for WWF a couple of times, but and then Smoky Mountain uh, Wrestling was another one. But when I was a kid, they were the uh, they were the guys that were feuding with the uh, with the Horsemen, guys that were going up against you know Ricky Ricky Morton and um, Robert Gibson. Ricky Morton was feuding with Ric Flair a lot. It was just one of those things to see, and uh, it, was, uh, it, was, it was some good times. Um, also, also I see Nikita Koloff is going to be there, which that's very interesting. Nikita's a very interesting person. Demolition, Axe and Smash, they're going to be in the house. Uh, Road Warrior, Legion of Doom, Hall of Famer, Animal's going to be in the house. Uh, glad to have him. Valentine, another Hall of Famer. Good friend of the show. Been on the show about two or three times. The Patriot Del Wilkes. That guy's got a good story, my man.
1: Yeah. I've never had the pleasure of uh, talking to him in person, so hopefully, mm. uh I pass on the 19th or 20th, I'll get talked to him. Ted DiBiase will
4: be there,
0: too.
2: Yeah, the million-dollar man, Ted Ted DiBiase. I had I had a I had, I had an experience with Ted DiBiase. I had an experience with Ted DiBiase, uh when I was uh, when I was working for a company called Freedom Championship Wrestling, and the owner had no clue how to run a wrestling business. He had no clue what he was doing, and I was the booker. And I was the booker, but I was also supervised under the, my my best friend, the legend uh, Magic, that I, I talk I like to talk a lot about who was trained by Iron Mike Sharp. Anyway, so the promoter, as I was going to say the agent brings Ted DiBiase in, and Ted thinks he's going to be doing like a seminar. Doesn't realize that the owner, you know, is going to put on a show instead. So, you know, Ted's in the ring talking about all, you know, he, he's basically talking to the young guys and telling them all these stories and stuff. And the next thing you know, Ted gets out of the ring, and Ted starts saying, you know, okay, guys, you know, I want to see what you guys could do. So he starts doing thrills with them and stuff. Well, he don't do them. He had somebody else do them, another wrestler, and the wrestler goes through the thrills. And Ted DiBiase uh, is in the ring, and I'm sitting down on the floor listening to him, and Ted DiBiase is talking about Rey Mysterio Jr., and how when he first saw Ray Mysterio, he didn't think small men, you know, could do it. And he never said, he never, ever, ever said, you now I know about the small men. And I'm sitting there going, what about the guys I have here? They're small. You know, it just, it just left an impression. Um, it just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. And, I mean, it it's just well, he one got, of those he has
1: where, that. He has that Kevin Nash mentality. So uh, a lot of people have that mentality that small guys don't believe, uh, belong in the business just because right. they're not fucking over six feet tall but, and doing
2: the pounds. But the funny, the funny point to this whole story was, Ted DiBiase stayed outside, and and um, and he didn't know it was he didn't know that there was a real show going on. So so two guys are wrestling, and then the next minute, you know. It's it's bing bang boom it's it's bing bang boom we're in trouble now you know it's like uh, Ted stops them like why'd you do this and then meanwhile we're in the middle of a thing and the cool part about Ted well, he was aggravated and I and I and I and I, and I did get to take a picture with him, and you could tell him the picture he was aggravated and he did sign my book which was cool you know because I did ask him I said to him can you sign my book you know I'm a you know and he was cool with it you know but anyway. He um he went out after they left. They they went out somewhere after and, and the, the agent uh said that Ted wanted to talk to my friend and he got on the phone and he said, you know, I, I liked everybody, you know, that guy Mike was really cool. I, I you know, I just was in a bad mood because of the promoter. And I can understand it, you know. It the promoter told him one thing, but the whole point of the story too is Ted got paid. You know? But Ted didn't realize why he was there. I mean, he was there for you know to do a seminar kind of, I mean, like Ted DiBiase didn't get in the ring and do and do the drills with them, but just having him there was a big presence. And actually, he made an influence. He actually influenced one of my other wrestlers, who's well, not my wrestler, who's a good friend of mine now, who's doing who's doing big things. His name is Darius Carter, and uh, and yeah, so that, so that was my uh, that was my Ted DiBiase, uh, that was my Ted DiBiase story.
4: <laughs> it was
2: classic. It was classic Ted, and he did the laugh, and he uh, he, he was he was uh he was on uh he was on the money. I mean, you know, but I get what you're saying about the big men, um, you know the big the Kevin Nash mentality. Um, and Kevin Nash is a nice guy. I met Kevin about four or five times, and every time I speak to Kevin, him and I talk about I don't know about maybe almost an hour, and when we talk about music. We talk about TV shows, you know, what movies we like and stuff. And we talk about, you know, like once or twice we talked about wrestling. It was kind of funny. I mean, if anything, man, today's day and age, I feel like smaller guys,
1: the wrestling business uh, revolves around smaller guys. Because, you know, there was a generation and era where the bigger guys were mostly getting paid attention, and the smaller guys mm-hmm. were taking the back the seat. But now it's kind of reversed. That's what I'll tell like. you
2: something I was going to tell you a funny, a, a, a good thing too. Actually, this weekend I was at Pro Wrestling uh, Magic, and they're doing big things. Got to check out Pro Wrestling Magic. Anyway, they had. Speaking of big guys, you probably heard of this guy. They had they had a WWE legend by the name of Bob Holly, Hardcore Holly, right?
1: Yes, Bob. Yeah.
2: Okay. He wrestled a guy by the name of Keith Lee. I'm sure you heard of Keith, right? Yeah, no, Keith. Mm. Keith Lee moves like a cruiserweight, bro. Yeah, he's
1: deceptively quick. He's kind of surprised the shit out of me. Cause you know, <laughs> based on his size, you wouldn't think he's the fast dude. And he's up here moving faster than most little, little smaller people. I'm like, what the hell? Up here doing
2: backflips yeah. and stuff. Yep. And and he when I first met Keith, yeah, he 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 does shit that. He does shit that Charlotte Flair or, or or other wrestlers like that. He he does he he does moves that wrestlers that wrestlers just don't. You're right that wrestlers just don't do. But I met him um I met him well I spoke to him the this last show but I met him um in December and he wrestled a match and he did all these twisting flips and stuff and I met him at I so I said to him dude I said for a big guy you move like a cruiserweight and he said well of course he goes i'm an athlete you know he goes that's how i look at it i'm an athlete so so um, so that's that's uh that's kind of uh that's kind of that's kind of definitely one of those things but moving on with uh moving on with who's going to be there cuz there's a lot of good talent too um yeah. to Hammer valentine he's going to be there uh Bush, Black, or luke is going to be there CW Anderson's going to be there and and Tommy I Dreamer him a
1: couple weeks ago. Um I worked CW at Rage
2: a couple weeks ago. That was fun. What is, t- is CW t- Anderson? I was going to say what is CW Anderson like in the ring? Because I was just going to say the last time I seen CW Anderson, he wrestled Tommy Dreamer in the le- in the in, in the Last Guilty as Charged. Regular ECW pay per view at the Manhattan Center.
1: Um. Well, the thing about that match is I was trying a new gimmick out. I was varsity version oh, number this. one. And I was... Hey, uh,
2: hey! I got a caller. Actually, I got to take this. Uh, I got to take this. Uh, this this caller. It's a it's a good friend of mine. I got to take this. So, uh, I'll introduce you, and then we'll get right to it. Uh, Mr. Anthony, how are you, sir? No, this is Mr. Anthony. <clears throat> all
1: right. This is another right. good. This is another good friend of yours.
2: Uh oh, huh. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like sounds sounds doesn't sound like a good friend of mine. Hold on one second. Hold on. Let me let me get let me get to the phone. I'll I'll leave you on hold as well. But anyway, Anthony, you are are you all with us? You
5: guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, I got you. What's up, guys? How are you? So,
2: what, what's, what's up, man? Uh, you're on with Urban Legend and another good friend of mine. Who's the good friend
0: of mine? I go by the Black Sinister. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no yeah, way. You mean Look the who missing, it is. You,
2: yeah, you mean the missing Black Sinister. Every time I try to get this guy, every time I try to get this guy for my show, I, I can't do it, Mikey. I'm busy. But yeah, every time yeah, you need yeah, me, I'm yeah. right there for you, right? Anyway, um, Anthony, uh, it's so funny that you called tonight, bro. But I'm glad you did, though. Um,
4: what are you call? What's going on with
2: you, man? How's it going? Good. I'm
5: in school right now, actually on break. I'm um, not gonna stay on for too long, but decided to jump on real no. quick.
2: Yeah, that was nice. Uh, let, let me just give Sin and uh, Urban a backstory. Well, I'll give Sin a backstory. Sin knows. Sin knows. Uh. Anthony, uh, I, I guess last time you called yourself Scott Jr., which is which is which is a, a, which is not a problem because we all love Tony Scott. Um
6: And of course, uh, Irvin, if course. you don't know, who,
2: if you, I going say Irvin, if you don't know who Tony is, I'll send you a couple of things about Tony Schoff. He was a, uh, he was a great independent Very ma- wrestling manager, great. but also he could wrestle as well too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Love, Scott, um, that, he, and he wasn't afraid. And he wasn't afraid to slap someone or scoff someone in the uh, in the face or hit me with a cane or something. <laughs> it, it, went, it, was, it came natural to him. Um, the backstory that I wanted to tell for, for Scott Junior. is this past Saturday night. I went to I went back home, as I call it. I call it my home now, Sin. Which well, you gotta come, bro. You gotta check out a show with with me one day. You gotta sit with me one day at a at a show, Pro Magic Wrestling. And Yeah, I okay. See, you know, organization. I, see, I see Joe I see Joe the ref, right? I see all these refs. Okay. Then I look up and I see Scott I'm, I'm like, is that Oh I'm like, Oh my god, that's Scott Junior. So, yep. so then then of course <laughs> I in bump room. into him later and he goes, Hey, I bump into him later and he goes, Hey, did you see me giving you the finger? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah, I'm trying to rough a match, all I hear is his big mouth in the background. So I had to flip him off, but he didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I, I'm I'm def- well, I, I want to break
1: some breaking news to everyone that's listening, and to you, Mike. You know, because you're you're my homeboy. You're my my ride or die. You're my brother from
2: another mother. Okay, you got the floor. Go ahead. Break it. Well, in the next four months, I will be
1: going down to Tampa, Florida for a WWE tryout.
4: Nice.
5: Congrats, bro.
4: Congrats.
2: Wow, I, I'm speechless.
5: Hope all goes well, bro.
2: Hold on, this is Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Fraud, episode 94. And uh, Totally Driven Radio Entertainment is the, the network that hooked you up. Uh, I I I got to tell you, man, I, I thought you were going to tell me you were moving. Because I remember you, we were talking about you said you were moving. I thought you they were you were black. <laughs> yeah, I was I, was. <laughs> I thought you were going to yeah, tell I me was. you remember the Hey, I thought you were going to tell me you remember the last guy you wrestled. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, oh, <every> man. Time, <laughs> oh man, I'm you want to chime in and, and congratulate my brother, I guess, like you said, man, the brother from another mother.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, congratulations on, on your gig and uh, performance. And all I can say is give it all in this list and uh, enjoy yourself. Oh, oh that's, that's that's what I do best, man. I, anytime I get in the ring, man, I put in a thousand percent. That's all I know how to do. Yeah, man, I was at a VCW show a couple weeks ago, and
6: Billy Gunn was
1: working, and uh, I got to top note after – the show was over because, you know, I needed advice and stuff. so he said, at Performance Center, everybody's, you know, strict about, you know, dieting and exercising and this and that. And when you wake up and how much you do, and he said the best thing you can do when you're down there is just always listen and keep your ears open. But don't be afraid to ask for advice because the people who don't ask for advice, those are those same people that have trouble with drills and stuff like that. So, right. it might, you know, it might feel awkward you going up to – one of the trainers, but hey, I don't understand this. But they look for that, and that right. you try to get better. I'm up for that second mix there. Right, right, absolutely. That's, I mean, that's that's my that's my main goal. I'm going down there with an open mind and open ears, and you know, I'm I'm just I'm 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 going down there basically as a clean slated person. Teach me whatever you want to teach me. I'm a quick learner. I'm gonna bust my ass. I gotta make a lot of people proud of me. I don't you know what I'm saying I'm not only doing this for myself but I'm doing this for you know people that help me or help bring me into this business and get me further than what i am today so All right i have a i have well, a lot on my back
2: yeah well that that's amaz- that's amazing that's just that's just oh that's this is the this is big you gonna be um, um you know of
0: that, you know, All right, well, uh, well, Anthony can't stay on
4: long. Um, so, Anthony,
5: what if, uh, so, Anthony, what has brought you back you to do wrestling? Um, well, if you guys don't know, I had a little issues with um, another, another organization. I'm not going to say names because I don't bash people. I had a little problem with another organization, and I completely just gave it up because I was just fed up. And then uh, Steve reached out to me one day, asked me to rest so and obviously I went, and um, I liked the environment because I brought back old-school BWO days when it was just relaxed. Everyone got along. Locker room was fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Everyone came up to you, shook your hand. It's not like right. the other organization I worked for, which, you know, it was very strict, and they made – they made a smart re- remark, pretty much. I didn't know I had a microphone mm-hmm. on. Um, and I literally just do left. I, I took my mic off without and I giving left.
2: Any, without giving anything away, do I know this organization?
5: Of course you do.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. I think I got I
1: I think I have a clue on who's the uh, what organization it is. This.
2: All right. Well yeah, you know what, so, why, um, why don't you why, I was gonna say why don't you send it to me? Um why don't you send it to me Finn like and I'll then I'll see if that's the right one. We'll play that game. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you right now, Mikey. So yeah, okay. And don't send me any pictures by the way. He keeps on sending me
0: these pictures of <laughs> uh, his phone pictures.
5: I don't wanna know. I don't
2: wanna know. Yeah, I don't wanna
0: tell so, you.
5: yeah. Um uh, so I work I work for Steve about two shows. You know, he calls me when he needs me because I was have um, my part-time, my full-time job. I go to school at night I love and don't really have no time for nothing. Uh-huh, but when I Steve calls it. me for, with fundraiser, uh-huh. I'm yeah. with um,
2: uh-huh.
5: Pro Wrestling Magic,
2: uh-huh.
5: I just uh-huh. gave it up. If you guys didn't uh-huh. hear me.
7: Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: um, yeah. You did give you did give it up and he was he was definitely wrong on that one. I knew that I knew that. Seeing you're wrong on that one. Yep. I was wrong. Yeah, you were wrong. No, you're, SWF you SWF, SWF is SWF is wrong by the way. Okay. Nope. That would be me. That would be me having heat with that. That would be me somehow having heat with uh, SWF. And uh, last week, we we actually cleared yeah, it. I don't think I recovery, Esquire. Everybody, everybody needs to come on this Everybody the show. has heat with SWF, though. Is that? Yeah, but that everybody smoke? has heat Jersey? with me for some reason. <laughs> is that, is that New all, Jersey? All the only organizations
5: I really worked for were um, LWO, BWO, a couple matches for NWA. Um, fundraiser, um, yeah. Pro Wrestling Magic. I did. What's uh Draven, Draven's company? Draven's uh, organization?
2: Oh um, which oh uh which what, which what oh, EGW? Yeah,
5: that's the only ones I really actually work for. Yeah.
2: Um, we we went to EGW one time and I never went back again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is uh curious yeah, EGW maybe four times. Yeah, Do I know yeah, you?
1: I, who's, who's oh. yeah, yeah, I think I went to EGW about four times in my whole career.
5: Have I met you before? <laughs> I don't know, but I used to look at Yeah.
2: you <laughs> Yeah. Who are you talking to, wait, you talking wait, 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 wait. To not, 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 <laughs> not sitting.
5: Not sitting at Mike. What's, what's, uh,
2: what else is on here? Irvin. Urban Legend.
5: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Have I ever met Urban Legend? Have I ever met you before? Uh, I'm not sure, man. No, you probably, I
2: probably never have, did. haven't only really noticed. I don't. I don't know. Probably I not. So I, I met Urban Legend. I met Urban Legend over the summer. Sin, you were on oh, when yeah. Urban Legend was on a couple of times, right?
4: Yeah.
2: I think so. Yeah, you were.
4: Um, I haven't. Um, I haven't Urban,
2: been. I was gonna. Hey, I was going to say, Urban Legend has a a uh, great opportunity coming up himself. He's going to be uh, he's going to be working uh, with the Mid Atlantic Wrestle Pro, uh Wrestle Expo, excuse me, Wrestle Expo coming up in May. Okay. Nice. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet, man. Listen, man, take advantage of every opportunity that you can get, man. Definitely. Just so everybody knows, how long are you wrestling for, Urban?
4: <laughs> About three years <laughs> oh,
0: bro.
4: About three years Three years? Yeah
5: I've been doing it since did, I was hey, 17 did you,
4: wrestle, hey, did you ever
2: wrestle Leo Rush yet? Because last time we um, were talking You said you might be wrestling him right? Yeah it's going to happen in April man. <laughs> Oh it's going to happen in April what uh? What yeah, I'm from? MCW in Maryland. Oh man, that's awesome. MCW. That's his. That's his home right there. That's
1: that, yeah, awesome, that's why bro. we did it. They're they're bringing me in as a heel, so that's why we're doing it like that.
2: Sweet brother, sweet. I love it. And Leo Rush is on top right now. Um, Anthony. Uh, Anthony. So so let's get back to Ant because he's got to go pretty uh pretty soon. He's got to go back to learn learn. But going back to school yeah,
0: to learn.
2: Um, How's your family doing, bro?
5: Everyone's good, man Everyone's good, just hanging in there um, I was living with my girl For about a year And then uh, my mother needed me most So I moved back to my mom's house not too long ago You know, just taking care of them mm-hmm.
4: so, I want to actually
2: good. I want to actually thank you For something that you said to me Saturday night And it really, it really means a lot You know, you guys On all you guys know that my dad's been suffering from strokes. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I I do limited stuff, and I'm helping out my mom uh, big time. And uh, I just want to say that Anthony said something to me. You know, he said, cherish the time that you have with your dad. And uh, I do every day, and I've been doing it since he got sick in March. And, you know, I, I'm the guy that, that gets my dad up in the morning. I'm the guy that fights for my dad because my dad fought for me. So I want to thank you, Anthony, you know. Well of
5: course, man. You know, from a and you're always a chill. You know. And
2: you're always a chill guy with me. You know, I always respected the hell out of you, Sin. Right? We used to have fun with this guy in the locker room. Yeah, Versin. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely.
5: Was, yeah, beat, beat absolutely. a couple people up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: some, yeah
4: beat some man. people I up.
2: I love it. All these wrestlers, juniors all, all these arrival high schools, gonna come to Garfield High School. We gotta. We and we got to the ex plan a fight. out right. there. We, we got chaos out there. We got we got. Oh my goodness! It was it was. Uh, and you know what's funny? Yeah, I was it, in was, the, it I was, was phenomenal. In the of the, yeah, but you know what? The best part of it is the best part of it is this. I'm I'm in the ring after. Well, I'm at ringside with Magic. We're working, and and all this stuff is going on. And after after somebody's like, yo, you you and outside? Like no? Like all these different things. And of course, remember remember that false count anywhere match. All oh, that that match was uh, that match was phenomenal. Chaos. Chaos wasn't. and um. Oh my god! Yeah, goodness. Evan Myers. Yeah, that was. My off. Myers was are the all, all over the place, and, and uh, yeah, the uh, that was uh that was definitely a great that was definitely a great night um for for me. I know the X Clan. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> it was a great night for all of us, actually. We we did good that yeah, we, we actually we did good awesome. that night. We had our fun. Absolutely. Yeah, it was really. Uh, was that really was uh fun that was actually
5: show. my de- my debut match, right? Yeah. Yes, it, it was. was. That was my yep. debut match. Remember that?
2: Yep. Definitely.
5: And, oh. that, and that
2: that's why you got the DVD, and that's why I gave you the DVD because that's your memory. Yeah, I appreciate I
5: it. That. I saw it once, so, and i will probably never see it again because I look like a fool.
2: You <laughs> didn't look like a fool. <laughs> Listen. You know, you didn't look like a fool, bro. You did everything that you were supposed to do. You did great, and you know what's funny? And you want to know what's so so terrible? Now, maybe maybe I wasn't paying attention, but but someone said, you yeah, it's Tony's son." No, he's yeah, it's Tony's son. Where I I said Tony's son's a referee, isn't he? They go, "No, he's wrestling tonight, I'm wrestling." And then, oh. and then, sure enough, and then, and then, I realized it was you. And but I, I look back at that match a couple of times. I, I it. I thought you and Weck had a great, great match. I thought that match was good. And of course, you know, of course, the
5: uh,
2: Tony, you know, of course, Mister Scott going, you know, the other way. He went with Weck. Yeah, that's the day he went heel. Yeah,
5: the funniest.
2: that <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, he went He turned on me. The, fun, the funniest shit. I was telling Ricky Rotten. A story about
5: I was actually about, just with Richie um, uh, Ryan Sunday.
2: Oh
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. I know, we were
2: but with them. Well, we were with them Saturday night, and I was telling them the story about how how your dad. There, there was this kid. There was this kid. It was like 2012. It was way. It was like yeah, no, 2011, 2012. Way after my run with BWL, when I was basically hanging out with Magic and going to shows. But your father and I used to keep it up. Your father and I would say, you know what, you never know, let's hype the shit out of this. So your dad would go on my Facebook, and he would call me all kinds of names. He would tell me all this stuff, and he knew everything about Staten Island. He would tell me where i hang out. He would, tell, he would call me a loser. So I didn't mind it, but there was a kid on my, there was a friend of mine, who, who your dad affectionately referred to as mono cheese. And... You know, and I would tell my friend Andrew like to chill out. Like, you know, it's it's not you know it's personal. Stay out of it. But anyway, he would he would get involved more and more, and uh, he didn't so he didn't know like when we were at Elmwood Park, you know I would be starting with your dad. Your dad would be starting with me through Facebook, and he would buy a hook, line and sinker, sinker, and we were laughing. We were sitting there doing it by our cell phones, and we were like, you know, if this guy keeps it up, we're still gonna just do keep it up and, and it was fun. Your dad your dad had the uh your dad used to make me laugh with that. He used to go, How's your friend Romano cheese? I used to die. Mm. Oh. Yeah, my to
5: finished every yeah. So
2: so funny. So uh yeah, so some good memories So you were w Richie on Sunday. What were you guys doing if you don't mind me asking?
5: No, nah, we're just hanging out talking bullshit
2: Know, Richie, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. It, it, the tradition continues. He was doing that with your dad.
5: Yeah, he's <laughs> every single day with my father. Yeah, He's my father's best friend, I, man.
2: Yeah, I know that. I I definitely know that. You know, when you uh, you know, I definitely can sense it. Like we were talking about, they're gonna honor Tony. They're gonna honor your dad. This uh, this um, what do you call? It? I believe it's in May. For the cauliflower alley club convention, I heard.
5: The, I'm not too sure about that. Well, um, if he does, if they do, you know. I be oh, well I heard. They, that's what I heard.
2: That's what I heard because I think they do that for a lot of the members that they lost. And in, and in, in, uh that's what I heard. I don't know. I never got
5: involved in that, so.
2: Uh, maybe something to think about. I'm I'm thinking about saving my money and becoming a member because I heard uh, I I had a couple of guests on here actually that uh, I had B Brian Blair on here and and we uh, he, he was telling me about you know what the Cali and, and of course Richie's Richie Rotten was talking about that for years but I've had other guys like Bob Johnson who used to work for uh, the Hearts and uh, at nine o'clock I got a call Mr. Uh, Mr. Smith. Alright, who's gonna be joining who's gonna be joining the program tonight? Um so uh, so Anthony, uh what are you taking in school by the way? Uh HVAC.
5: <laughs> I'm going to Lincoln Tech that's, uh in Mawa for heating, venting, air conditioning and refrigeration.
2: That's so, great. That's grad- great. The, and that, I graduate that, March. That sounds like yeah, it sounds like you're doing really, really good, man. Just keep up the good work, bro. And uh, trying, you
5: know, trying. remember
2: anytime you have a free time, bro, and you want to call the show, this is an open forum for you. Um, of course, you of know, course. You're, you're one of the good, yeah, you're one of the good guys in the damn business, you know. And and I used to love when when I used to have to go out there and you were the referee in my match. Jesus Christ, right, Sin? <laughs> oh
5: yeah, definitely. <laughs> Meason had some fun though, Meason. Me and X Clan had some fun, though. Yeah. You
4: yeah, guys. Yeah, you guys.
2: <laughs>
5: yeah. But, um, uh, let's say I go back to school. It was nice talking to you guys. You got it. I'll talk to you guys and uh, I'll message you on Facebook if anything.
2: You got it, man. That's you got it. Nice. Thanks, uh, thanks Ann, for calling. I appreciate you. And uh, I appreciate it. Of course, man. take it easy, guys. All right. I'll see you hopefully too at the next Pro Wrestle Magic show. Hopefully, all
4: yeah, right.
5: <laughs> I take care, <it> man. <laughs> if he calls me, that's, that's, that's the thing. I mean, for for um, personal magic, you know, I, I'm on pretty much. On, I'm on call, ref. If he needs me, I go. I'm not going to just show Come up on. every every event and then expect a the ref. If he needs me, nah, I'm just call. Me. That's it.
2: Yeah, I I know that. I I hear that. I hear you. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, take all it easy,
4: man. guys. All
2: right. Hey, Mike. Oh, man. That was... Yo.
1: Yo, did you see the video between me and Rodney
2: Mack? Uh, Rodney Mack. Yeah, did you see the, the, the backstage fight? No, I didn't. Oh, man. It's
1: viewed by like over 4,000 people already, man.
2: I, I I'll think I lost Finn. On Hold on a second. I think I lost Finn somehow in that. That's not cool. Did I lose? Did I lose Sim? I think I lost Sim. How the hell did I lose Sin? Sorry, I didn't mean to. You know, you want to hear a funny story? I gotta have Sim back on. I gotta, I gotta tell him to call back because I gotta tell him a funny. So, anyway, where can I see that video? I don't mean to be rude. Sorry. Where can I see that video? Um, for the Rodney match, it's on my
1: page. Um, I called him out, and then we fought, and now we're trying to set up. The funny thing about all this is he just had a match with my trainer, Damian Wayne. And one of Damian Wayne's eyes was swollen shut because I guess they were hitting each other so hard. So now that kind of adds spice to the fire, it's like I'm going to cut a promo soon talking about you faced the guy that trained me, but I'm a different breed. I'm going to tell him that Damian Wayne taught me a little bit too much, and I'm going to do what Damian Wayne couldn't do, and that's beat Rodney Mack. So I'm going to use that as, you know, more. And I think Jazz is going to be involved somehow.
2: Yeah, well, I mean they are mar- they are married, so that would make uh that would make sense. That was on your page. I got to check that out. I didn't I did not see I did not see that, but thank you for telling me.
1: Yeah, I got a yeah. lot
2: of things in the work, like with Leo and then uh have you heard of Sammy Guevara? Uh I, the name sounds uh the name sounds familiar. Um I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think, is this what I'm, oh wait, whoa, I see, I see something back there, oh, this is, I do see this, this is, um, what do you call, I see this right now, you put this up February 19th, wow, I got to see that, I got to check that out, oh, wow, that, that I got to, Um. what do you call, I got to check that out in in the a, in a short, man, when I have, uh, when I have time, but I see that, I see, I, I just started seeing that, I think the name uh, sounds familiar. Um, but I got a funny story though I wanted to tell you. I wanted to tell, I'll tell when Sin gets back because it's, it's just so funny that you brought, the reason why I said that about Rodney Mack is because I thought you were Sin for a second because something happened with him and, and Rodney Mack and, and I wanted to talk about Or something didn't happen with him and Rodney Mack and I wanted to talk about it. But this is Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode number 94. Um, so yeah, so, so you know, you know, Switching gears, man, and and uh, wanted to talk to you about some current stuff that's going on right now, especially with the uh, with the WWE and and stuff. The Hall of Fame uh, this week. This week, the Hall, they This week, they just announced uh, Diamond Dallas Page is going to go into the Hall of Fame. Um, what's your thought about? Well, what's your thought about Diamond Dallas Page, Kurt Angle? Um, Teddy Long and uh, and of course the Rock and Roll Express going to the Hall of Fame this year. <clears throat> um, I think
1: I don't know, I'm not biased, but I think everybody that's on that list that's already on the Hall of Fame deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, Teddy Long, at first I wasn't so sure about, but I've looked at some of the stuff he's done and yeah, I think he has his Rightful, pl- uh, rightful place in the Hall of Fame I kind of got some heat when I said Eric Bischoff should be in the Hall of Fame eventually Because he did have uh, An a impact on the business in WWE um, So why'd
4: I
2: think get, there's a lot
4: heat. Who'd you get
2: heat just from he, And why did you this, get heat I mean wow, There's people Aaron that Fisher, disagree
4: I, with you well, There's always going to be happen.
2: somebody That disagrees with what you say Yeah You're right uh, I can tell you right now, though, Eric Bischoff deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Just what Eric Bischoff did by by having the impact and the balls. And I'll say this: I don't care. He he had the balls to go head to head with Vince McMahon. Uh, you know, 1995. I, I know this is a shock, but I was 17. <laughs> I was 17. I was going to be 18 in November, and it was it was a shock to my system because WCW had a, a show called WCW Saturday Night. They were doing pay-per-views. They had a Sunday night show. They had a Saturday morning. They were kind of competing with the WWF already, but then they they never had that live show until September 4th, 1995. And um, I remember on the Saturday night um, edition, Tony Schiavone announced that they were going to do this new Monday Night and you got to check it out. So, and of course, it was on TNT. And I used to watch shows on TNT, but there was there was never wrestling on there, and it was always on TBS. And that week, um, that week, tennis was on for USA, so there was no there was no Monday Night Raw. And of course, the biggest shock was when Lex Luger, you know, walked out after seeing Luger on WWF TV. He walked out and he, uh, you know, got in Hogan's face. And that was, to me, that was the the, the be all, the end all, the be all, end all, the end all, be all, to me. But, but.
1: And then, um, I kind of had a big announcement to make. The match isn't set in stone simply because this guy cost a lot of money. But. I could potentially be facing Cody Rhodes this summer um, at PWX.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: We haven't set a date yet. We're still I would... talking about um, booking fees and, and budgets and stuff like that. But once everything's finalized, yeah. I'm sure will be up there.
2: Sweet. That's, that's a uh... – did did you see what Cody did this weekend? My God, I Cody saw the chair shot you his... gave somebody. Yeah, but did you see that 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 move that he did that uh that Canadian uh that can uh, what, the Canadian destroyer that he yeah. did from the second rope? I think he should keep that. Yeah, I think he should I think use that said. from now on. My God, that was awesome. Um. By the way, plug that plug that promotion. P, what is it? PWX?
1: Yeah, PWX in P- uh, Pennsylvania.
2: That's the one in PWX, yeah, in Pennsylvania, right? That's in Pittsburgh, yeah, there's, right?
1: There's one in North Carolina and there's one in Pennsylvania.
2: Yeah, but is that, the is that the one that you were talking about the last time that you were on the show?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, there's one in... Oh, so this is Oh, there's one in North Carolina, and there's yeah. one in Pennsylvania. So, what's yeah. the website for it? Pwxpro.com uh, is that it? Pwx Pittsburgh is
1: the one in Pennsylvania.
2: Oh, all right. Well, this is this is the one. This is Pwxpro.com, and this is Premier Wrestling Experience. And this is the one because it says right here. It says uh, it says right here that Cody's making his uh. Debut, I guess debut, or or something to that. Uh, in March, it says. Yeah,
1: they're supposed so to be bringing Cody for, and
2: Kurt Angle. <clears throat> well, that's going to be. Uh, and they and they wrestled for N E W. They tore the house down, I heard, uh, for Northeast Wrestling. So that Man. should be good. Anytime you get to see those guys, uh, of course, I saw I saw Cody Rhodes uh, wrestle for Pro Wrestling Magic. He wrestled K, uh, G uh, G. Sorry. JT Dunn. That guy who was trained by Chris Hero is unbelievable. I don't know if you ever seen him wrestle, but check him out. Yeah, I've, he's got the I've seen his he's work got the depth, he's got the death by elbow. He worked a match this past Saturday with uh, Paul London who uh whom of course he's got that song in my head, You're never too young to die and now he's got Thunderballs he was singing, but uh but another another great uh another great talent right there. But um independent talents coming up. But anyway, so that's um that so that's this is uh so I gotta I gotta find that one. So that's PWX in uh Philadelphia, right?
4: Mm-hmm. I mean oh, oh, sorry, pitch, Pittsburgh. Pitch.
2: I'm all over the place. I'm all over the pl- I'm all over the planet. Uh Sunday I'll be in Philadelphia. Nice. Yep, Sunday I will be I will be in Philadelphia and I will be doing a Yo Rocky tour. So right. I will be, I can't wait to see that how that shapes. So yeah, so uh, so that's big stuff, man. I would love I would love to see uh I would love to see this stuff, bro. You gotta you have a YouTube page or something. Then you guys, you're gonna start wrestling these guys. You gotta have you gotta have a video so I can watch the matches.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly, man, I'm so busy. Like, I have a YouTube channel, but it doesn't really have a lot of stuff. Um,
2: For one, right. <laughs>
1: most of my matches were on my computer, and my computer broke, so right. I pretty much lost everything, so I gotta start from scratch. Oh, I'm
2: sorry to hear that.
1: And I barely have any time to upload or keep up my YouTube channel, so maybe within the next uh-huh. couple months or two, I'll figure something out, but I am probably gonna buy a new camera and
4: Figure
1: something out for that cool.
2: um, I, yeah, I do need my I mean, stuff promoted. So yeah, it's definitely, and it's it's also listen, it's also a good way to have that stuff for memories. I have, you know, I I had a good friend. Well, I didn't have it, but the ex clan you know, the guy that was just on sin, he um he had a friend that would would videotape uh, all the stuff, and it's on YouTube and. And uh, I actually had one of the guys I know. He did me a favor, and he made a couple of stuff for me for DVDs. And I have them for my uh, for my memories of me managing and and uh, and also I used to watch him to see how many mistakes I made, <laughs> how many how many spots I missed, or what the hell was I doing? But it was um, it was kind of fun. It, it was kind of uh, interesting times, but. But yeah, man, I'm I'm happy to hear that you're you're doing really well. How's your sister doing, bro? Your family? They're doing all right. They're just staying
1: busy, with the ministry, and helping the homeless. And really good,
2: really good. Um, what do you call? I I think I got it. I think I think this is the the one. I think. Um, PWX. Uh, is, is this it? PWXTV.com, dot com. Is that it?
1: Yeah, it's just say PWX rise on it. Says what? PWX Rise.
2: Ride. Yeah, Rise, yeah. We will rise, yeah. That's it. I got it. Yep,
1: that's it.
2: I got it. I got it. Yeah, cool. But there's so many, you know, there's a lot of good promotions. There's a promotion out in uh there's a promotion out in Pennsylvania. It's called Liberty All Star Wrestling. Have you heard of that one? Nah. Well, the guy the the uh what do you call it? The, the guys, um, on Friday nights, uh, they do the LAW Wrestling uh retro uh show. They do it right here on Totally Driven Radio. Um they're uh they're they're affiliated with that and uh and uh that's a good uh that's a good uh, promotion. And uh you know, but yeah, there's so many different promotions now. And every every time I turn around there's a... Another good one, but um, but anyway, so we we were talking about uh, we were talking about the Hall of Fame, and we were talking about like, like you know Teddy Long. Um, you this is a weird, it, it's not a weird, but I mean to you to me it is because of my age. You know, growing up, I mean, like I said, growing up, I grew up in the eighties. Well, I was born in the seventies, grew up in the eighties. Big wrestling fan, and I used to watch Jim Crockett promotions. And Teddy Long was a referee when I first started watching it, and then he became a manager, and he actually managed. Uh, you know, he, he he. It was crazy to see him. Um, you know, some of the guys he managed like One Man Gang, the Skyscrapers, Sid, uh, you know, Sid uh, Vicious, Dan Spivey, and of course, Mean Mark uh, Callis, who became the Undertaker, Marcus Alexander, Marcus Bagwell, Too Scorpio. Joey Mags, uh, Craig Pittman, um he also managed the team Well, he also got involved with uh where there was fire and ice, Scott Norton and uh and, ice cream. and he actually got into a whole big deal with that and then of course, you know, he managed Bobby Eaton and uh then later on he went into W W E or F at the time and he you know, refereed there and he was, uh, and then of course he got to, to do the general manager. But Teddy Long um, was such an influential, uh, got, you know, figure for the WWE, and uh, he just had that finesse. And uh, all he had to do was, you know, go out there and. Stephanie McMahon does such a bad impression of him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Stephanie McMahon sounds horrible when she does it. But uh, it's kind of funny, uh, funny. But uh, but it makes me, it, it gives me a chuckle, you know, when I think about this stuff. But anyway, yeah. So so going with that. So all those guys. What's um, what do you call? You know, your time frame of watching wrestling and my time frame are probably different. Um, you know, it's just it's just that way. You know, like Diamond Dallas Page. I remember watching WrestleMania 6, seeing a limo, you know, seeing the Cadillac coming up, and it was DDP. Of course, finding out later on that it was Diamond Dallas Page driving the Cadillac, right. and uh, and it was just something. I mean, Diamond Dallas Page was another guy that, you know, he. they say he wasn't supposed to be there to do wrestling. He wasn't supposed to be a wrestler. I mean, when, when he first started, um when he first started with, you know, with WCW, it was, uh, you know, it was back when, like, he was managing the Diamond Stud, who was Scott Hall, and he was doing all these, these, these crazy stuff, and then when he started wrestling, it was just a different, a different, uh, a different time. It wasn't, it wasn't until, like, you know, he he really took off, like, in the later years, and, well-deserved. I mean, the Diamond Cutter, excellent move. I mean, you know the flapjack that he used to do was really good, and also he had the charisma, and he and he really put it all into into his character. Uh, Let I me think ask you
1: something. Said, Which move do you think is better? Do you think the RKO or the Diamond Cut is better? Hmm.
2: Um. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing because I just got a message. <laughs> it's always something. Something's always going on tonight. Something's going on. Uh, let me see. How do I answer that? Um, hmm. <laughs> That's it. You put me on the spot. Uh, I. Oh, God. Um. I'll have to say the RKO because you could do it out of nowhere, but Diamond Cutter... The diamond cutter was was doing that too, uh out of nowhere, and then he was doing a running diamond cutter, and then he was doing diamond cutters from the rope jeez, um, I don't know, you know I don't know you put me on the spot bro <laughs> I don't know, if i have to go with it if i have to go with it i would go with the uh I would go with the r k o I think that's a better move than the diamond cutter, but the diamond cutter or the cutter. Everybody started doing the cutter. Bubber st- started using the cutter. Um, yeah, man. You know, I don't know. It, it, I don't know. It's just I don't know. You got me. I, I said to RKO, but fuck with me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'd absolutely okay, too.
2: Simply because Orton has hit that
1: move out of absolutely anywhere, and I feel like he does that move more gracefully. Like DDP would just grab you and fall, but it's almost like Randy Orton floats the air
2: when he does it. Yeah. something about something about, um, and that's another thing too, though. Like when the guys when the guys jump off the ropes and Randy Orton, that's where the RKO came out of nowhere. And I remember when when RK, I remember when Randy first started, and Randy had that move. I didn't like it. First of all, I didn't like Randy's gimmick when he was on SmackDown in the beginning, and I didn't like it. And I and I figured maybe they needed to come up with somebody something else, but. I will say this though about Diamond Dallas Page, he can damn near hit the diamond cutter from anywhere. <laughs> he he uh, he had some great, interesting matches. And you know another thing I love about Diamond Dallas Page, I love the stuff that he did with the DVDs, especially the Nitro stuff. The the you know, and I have all three of them, and 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 I could just listen to Diamond Dallas Page talk for hours about what his thoughts were and on matches and him and macho man him, macho man and him had some great great matches and uh it's just it's just uh and also i was shocked when i first uh i was watching w w f and right at, it was right after or right after they shut down w c w and i'm watching you know like 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 undertaker's wife is being stalked, and all of a sudden yo it's me it's me it's i'm like holy it is the Diamond Dallas Page, and of course I rooted for the Undertaker against Diamond. Just like I rooted for NWO against Diamond Dallas Page, but there were times where I did root for Diamond Dallas Page. Um, I was happy, and you know it's funny. You want to hear a funny tidbit note that that uh, that everybody probably knows this, but if you don't, now you do. I'll, I'll just lay it out for you. I talked about in Toronto. WrestleMania six, he was driving the he was driving the uh, the Cadillac. Flash forwarded, he wrestled Christian. I believe it was for the European I wanna say for the European uh, I know it was for a title. I forget what it was. I know it was for a title, but I wanna say he beat he beat um he beat Christian um at WrestleMania eighteen. In Toronto, yeah. which is the same building that he wrestled, that he drove the Cadillac. So that that goes to show you. But I'm pretty sure, though. I think so. Yeah, I think it was the, uh,
1: I think it was the European.
2: Ah, uh, I'm gonna look into that. Um. So anyway, so so, um, so that's your whole. And of course, Kurt Angle is a Hall of Famer. And uh, and Kurt Angle going to blank blank and a because I don't like to talk about that other organization, but. It, I'll give him a pass. He deserves a pass. The stuff that he did with WWE, um, and he's a really good wrestler. I mean, he he's an Olympic wrestler. So he he won the gold medal with a broken freaking neck.
1: Yeah. he <laughs> yeah, always remind people of that.
2: Nobody will ever forget that. Hey, let me ask you a question. Which is worse? I want to. Which is the, which is worse to hear? I won the medal with a broken freaking neck. Or I be Austin in the Rock at the same, or th- the same night. <laughs> Probably
1: the broken freaking neck one because he always. That's the first thing he says when he opens his mouth.
2: Yeah.
4: How about
2: uh? How about you know everybody was was everybody always talks about John Cena and how the fans with the John Cena sucks. Well, Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle when when he, his music played. Uh, I believe it was it was Edge who started that. Sucks, yeah. You suck, boom, boom. You suck, and it was just it was the, it was the greatest thing in the world. It was the greatest thing in the uh, the whole world to me. But uh, but I but I, I congratulate these guys. I can't wait to see who else gets in the Hall of Fame. I was hoping they'd announce Ravishing Rick Rude because Rick Rude deserves to be in the Hall yeah. of Fame. Vince wasn't so clear. He would have been the Hall of Fame. Yeah, if Rick Rude didn't commit career suicide, but it was fun, you know, Rick Rude showing up, and that was another that was another Eric Bischoff, coup right there. So, and you know what, I met Eric and and uh, I met Eric Bischoff in 2015, just like I met Bruce Pritchard in uh, 2015, and and I gotta tell you, well, uh, I gotta tell you though, Eric Bischoff is down to earth, cool guy. You know, listen to him talk, another guy. you knew you knew that he was a wrestling fan first. Um and you knew he had a lot of influence in the business. And and he was uh he was a great guy. I mean, yes, people talk crap about him, but people talk more crap and have more hate towards Vince Russo than they do Eric. And I and, and, and I'm not causing trouble. It's just that's just how it is. I mean I mean that's how I look at it. I I never liked Vince Russo. Um, I did like I I I won't say that. I did like uh, a lot of his bookings. I just didn't like how he talked and how he acted. And and some people rub me the wrong way, and and I rub people the wrong way, but... Um, Diamond Dallas, it was I was right by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I'm rarely wrong, but when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I was right. Diamond Dallas Page did defeat Christian. Um. And, uh, so that's what's going, so that's what's going on. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's see where, I, I know I got to call Smith in a little bit and I got to take a commercial, but I want to get to this caller. We get a caller.
3: Caller, are you there? Hey, how you doing, Mike?
2: What's up, Andrew?
3: What's up? This is Andrew from,
2: uh, what's the podcast that you're on?
3: Uh, Wrestling IQ 101.
2: Yeah, Wrestling IQ 101. All right. Uh, you've been listening to uh, to what we've been talking about. We've been talking about the WWE Hall of Famers, and we mm-hmm. were talking about, you know, Diamond Dallas Page and all these guys getting into the, the Hall of Fame. What's your th-
3: What's your thoughts on, on that? Uh, actually, it's pretty cool. Uh, I met almost all of those guys except for... Uh, uh, yeah I met Kurt angle Teddy long and the i d p i'm I'm kind of hoping they put Vader in you know I think he deserves it and uh you know I saw him a couple uh, weeks ago at s w f and you know he he seemed optimistic of that he was gonna you know have a long longer life than expected um but then a couple of days ago he, he tweeted he tweeted out that he that he might not so hope- hopefully yeah. he does and then hopefully he gets in i mean i met d d p um uh he i wasn't expecting it he he threw his w c w title on my shoulder and that thing was like pretty damn heavy so um <laughs> uh you know he was he's a nice guy uh very polite uh i met Kurt Angle when I was a kid and uh it was right after he debuted and nobody was there and he was kind of a uh kind of rude to me but You know, I'm I'm glad for him. He's a tremendous wrestler. So it's a pretty good class uh, so far.
2: Yeah, uh, and, of course, the Rock and Roll Express is in there as well. Um, You're on the line also with my host for tonight, Urban Legend,
3: independent wrestler right here. How you doing, man? Hey, what's up, man? Good, good. Good, Nice to meet you. This
2: guy (laughs) right here on the phone is going places. He's going to be doing big things in 2017. Branching out, as they say And uh, definitely well-deserved The kid's a hard Guy's a hard worker Can't say kid Guy's a hard worker And uh, and, and I say keep your nose to the uh, the grindstone and, and keep it going Keep it going with that But, uh, yeah So, Andrew, you were at SWF this week And uh, last week I had Preston Montgomery Esquire on, on, As my co-host Because Preston mm-hmm. and I go back a long way the uh, the fat boy in training actually has a win a pin over Preston Montgomery, so that's an impressive uh, feat. <laughs> if you, can, if, you know, uh, what's your how was the show? In uh, how were the five guys? Did they live up to the uh, entertainment uh, aspect of the show?
3: Um, yeah, I mean, th- they they ran the show um, for the most part. Um, you know. It was my second time going um, to SWF, so I got—I gotta I got tell you, those guys are doing some great stuff. Um, I wish they had a bigger venue, um, mm-hmm. just because the ceilings are a little low. I mean, they're doing it like uh, F, you know bingo halls and stuff like that. But I gotta tell you, they're selling out. They're doing great stuff. Um, Kyle the Beast is there. He's doing good. The Five Guys are
4: yeah, um,
3: very entertaining. Uh, they're yeah really running roughshod through SWF. Um, they got Damien mm-hmm. Gibbs who I had on my podcast, a uh, phenomenal wrestler. I think you he, he might have yep. like Shawn Michaels, um, and Rob Fury, the man. I love Damian's uh, gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. With the, uh, parasol. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Damien, Damien Gibbs is a good, a great worker as well. Uh, I was going to just say, guys, check out SWF uh, com. Um, and, um, this, this, this past weekend was uh, No Love Lost. Uh, this weekend is Fire It Up, and, uh, and that's coming up. So, uh, and then, of course, they, they, they're just going to different places with it. So I understand, I heard by a lot of people that my mm-hmm. friend, whom I affectionately call Mr. 205 Live, Sean Maluda, had a great match with Kid Christian.
3: Yeah, not not only was it great, it was unbelievable. Um, Kid Christian is one of my favorites right now, and Sean Maluda has mm-hmm. always been fantastic. Uh, and I got to tell you, that was well-deserved as the main event of the evening. Uh, I mean, you couldn't even put into words how good it was. Uh, the only regret I had that it ended. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, only know, regret I, I had that it ended. <laughs> Yeah, the
2: only I regret I had that, that I didn't get to see it on video. I don't I understand this. Guys, somebody. Know if, it, if you know that did a video of this, fuck me up. Let me know what's going on. Let me know what's going on. I was actually at a pro wrestling magic show. And that show was... I, I can't even put into words. Uh, this weekend, hopefully this weekend, I'm going to have... Um, I'm going to be doing something with Steve off. And I'm going to be uh, trying to get him to come back on my show because, like I was telling Irvin uh, before, Hardcore Holly was, uh, was over there, and Hardcore is in tremendous shape, and he's some wonder yeah. too, and he's, and he's a great guy, too, but he wrestles this guy who's unbelievable, Keith Lee. He's just a, a monster of a man, but like we said, he moves like a, uh, a cruiserweight. But no joke though, it was uh, limitless. Limitless. That's his name, Limitless Keith Lee, because he just takes it. He takes it to the limit. There's nothing that this guy can't uh, can't do. But anyway, and then also we had a guy that was missing from uh, SWF. He was over there. My good friend, Mr. Darius Carter, was wrestling uh, El Presidente, who you whom you got, you know, Pinky
3: Sanchez. Yeah, I've seen Vicky Chances a lot, uh thanks to Jersey Up yeah. Bro. Uh yeah, Vicky. Yeah, um yeah, it must have been some matchup, because uh, both both are pretty uh pretty great wrestlers, so I'm kinda mad I missed that one. Um
2: Yeah, but uh but it sounds like sounds like oh and uh, so you got to see Gilbert, huh? Gilbert was there, <laughs> huh, in the building.
3: Yeah, G- Gilbert was there. Um he, he was pushing the t-shirts, and then he actually got in the ring as he was trying to sell me some stuff, <laughs> and he speared um, uh, sprinkles the clown. I I actually got that on uh on my phone recorded. I gotta tell you, sprinkles uh, the, he, he, the clown.
0: I never heard of sprinkles.
4: I never heard of sprinkles, him, huh? uh, sprinkles
0: heard.
3: the clown. Oh, how was uh how how was
2: uh what do you call how were how was that psycho Slayer doing? What is psycho? Uh,
3: yeah, actually, yeah, was um, pretty awesome. I saw him. At GCW uh, a couple years ago, and uh, yeah, man, right. that that guy kind of reminds me of like Sabu, almost uh, pretty manic. Yeah, he kind of reminds me
2: of a nut job <laughs> that when he chases you around the ring and he throws a rubber arm at you and he hits you and he yeah. hits you up. Yeah, sounds like a nice guy. I, I had my <laughs> fill of that guy. I I managed against him and uh, and uh, what do you call him in Section Eight? And that was no joke, bro. That was no joke, but, yeah. man, I tell you, though, it sounds like I missed a good time over there, but, hey, you know what? To each,
3: to each their own, how was the crowd? How was the crowd? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. From the opening of the match to the end, everybody was was with the show. Uh, I mean, they were invested in almost every aspect of the show. And um, you so said yeah, you I mean, were going to be they,
2: honest with me, I said you
3: were going to tell me something negative. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> like I'm gonna be honest
2: with you, nobody showed
4: up. <laughs> no,
3: no. I, um, actually, this is my second show, and I couldn't even get a seat there. It was so jammed. Um, yeah, so I mean, everybody was into into the whole uh, vibe of the show. Um, you know, they they really do a great job of. I mean, this is only my second show, so I'm, I'm hoping you know um, to keep, continue to go to more. Uh, in the future so because they're just they're just doing some good stuff. They're doing some different kind of stuff than other shows are doing in the area. Sweet, sweet man. Sweet. I'm glad you had a good time and uh plug your uh plug your podcast or, or the the podcast that you're with, I say. Okay, yeah, it's uh wrestling IQ one oh one. Uh you can find it on YouTube. Uh we just dropped a new one today with the TNA star Robbie E, um, so you can listen to him yell at me, and <laughs> you can find us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wrestling One Hundred and One. Pretty cool, Robbie E. Uh, Robbie E. I knew as Robbie Echo,
2: Rob Echo. <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> it's cool to see your friends. It's cool to see people that you you know that you're in the you know that you're in the locker room with, and then the next thing you know, they're going places. You know, like Leo Rush. Leo Rush is my favorite. story. Uh also John Moxley, who everybody knows as uh as Dean Ambrose. So, I mean him, Sam Punk. I was in the locker room with Sam Punk, I was in the locker room with him, I was in the rock room with um with Brody Lee, <coughs> who is the most underrated wrestler today on the WWE's roster as Luke Harper. Tell me that guy and, and Bray Wyatt, but Tell me that. <laughs> Tell me, right? It's amazing. Um, gee, I, I just lo- I, I love hearing stuff like that. And I'm sure, Irvin, you have you have guys, right, that you're in the locker room with them and then all of a sudden, oh, man. Yeah,
1: man. Like, <clears throat> But I don't want to about the business. It's like, you know, everybody, the, I'm not going to say not everybody in the business is talented, but the ones that seem to have it are the ones that are often overlooked. And then when they get yeah. their break, they take, you know, full advantage of it, and they show what they can do. And then suddenly everybody's, you know, contacting them, and I knew you could do it, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, <clears throat> damn, man, I wish I had the support when I was, like, trying to come up.
4: Yeah.
2: Saying, like, and, that's, uh, and that's how I felt, and that's how I felt. And I hope, I hope, I hope my, my ex-clan brother, Calls back because I want to talk to him about. I can't believe the the Julia he's got. That's a, you know, yeah. he, you know. He he talked about us being brothers from another mother, and he talked about and he talked about that stuff. I mean, to me, you know, I managed him. You know, he was a BWO. Him and his brother were BWO tag team champions, Body Slam Wrestling Organization champions. They actually won. In, they actually won the titles, uh, I believe, February, I want to say February 19th. And it, you've been you've been my friend since the summer, so I'm sure you've seen me put up pictures of how proud I am of those guys. It, you know, my time with Magic, my time with the X-Clan. I actually managed Sin a lot by himself. And we had fun. You know, Sin, Sin was a guy like, yo, Mikey, you ready? <laughs> you know, Mikey, let's roll with it, you know. Mikey, let's do this, Mikey. And it was Boom! You know, it was easy. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't. Oh, Mikey, I can't believe you did that. Oh, Mikey, I can't believe you're doing this. He was cool with it, and you know, and uh, so I'm excited that that he got an opportunity. And for everybody that's listening, you know, Sin Sin was my co-host last year for a lot of the show, and you know, we joke around a lot, but we all love him, and and I'm proud of him. I'm very proud of him, and I can't wait to, to hear about his opportunity uh some more. I'm excited. Um but uh but yeah, so that's what's going on. Uh, before I let you go, I was gonna say before I let you go, Andrew, um quick yeah. thoughts on the the three decks that we just had. Uh Ivan Poloff, um George Animal Steel and Nicole Bass. Uh,
3: and Chavo Guerrero
2: uh, Well yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said this yeah. week yeah. And Chavo oh, yeah, Classic week, of course. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, uh yeah, we're we it, it just it just seems uh it just seems like we lost uh some good people. But uh yeah, and
3: Chavo classic.
2: Shout out to uh Chavo Junior.
0: Yeah, yeah
2: you know.
3: um, it's it's very unfortunate. I mean uh you look back at Ivan Koloff, I mean the guy was the most hated wrestler in the eighties and Georgiana Mustele, one of the most beloved wrestlers <laughs> in the eighties and um uh, you know, it's very sad, um, you know. Just a uh, very sad week for wrestling uh, for everybody, you know, no matter what. <laughs> I know it's kind of funny because last time I called you, we talked <laughs> about Jimmy Snuka <Seneca> passing, <laughs> and now, uh, now this. So, it's very unfortunate. And That's funny. That's everybody.
0: funny.
2: That's I'm, not funny. It's, it's really? like it's did like an said, ironic. It's oh, like you ironic, said funny.
3: Not, That's not, like, not funny. Yeah, funny? no, it's not funny. <laughs> it's it's like an ironic funny, not like a laughing funny.
2: Um, <laughs> I mean, he said funny. Did, didn't he or not, did, Irvin? Didn't he hear?
3: Did you he say funny? We well, all
2: messed
3: up. It, it wasn't like I... a laughing funny. It's like an ironic funny. You know, like, hey, you know
2: Good. Yo, oh. you're messed up, is right, man. All right, Andrew, I gotta let you go, man. You're messed up on my show.
3: No it's, laughing it's, about it's, it's, that. It's, it's, it's I'm not laughing about it at
2: all. <laughs> I'm
3: not. So <laughs> you you never heard that before? Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're messed up. I gotta let you go, bro. No, yeah, I, I'm just ribbing. I'm, I'm just ribbing with you. Um, what do you call? If you're if you're free on Wednesday nights, bro, you're welcome to call the show anytime. Check out. Uh, the you. podcast. I can't believe you guys got Kyle the Beast to come to, to 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 someone's house, and and I can't even get Kyle the Beast to come on my podcast. Nice work with Kyle the Beast.
3: <laughs> uh, I yeah, gotta uh, get him. I, all
2: right, man. Take it, I, take care, brother. Uh, I'll talk you to you well. soon, man. We'll I'll keep in touch. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.
3: Uh, oh man. Too
2: funny. Yeah, man. I, I never. I never got to finish telling you about working CW. You never got to finish about telling me about what? Working CW Anderson. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I had all these different. You probably you probably won't write. You probably won't write the second because uh, I gotta I gotta keep the. Uh, well, you know what? Let me let me see what's going on here. Hold on one second. Don't, don't wait. You know what? Call you on the air.
5: Hey guys, thanks for having me. What's up, okay. man? Caveat off of
8: uh what the last caller was saying in regards to uh Brody Lee. Um I just wanted to say I have a really big penis, I can suck my own cock.
2: Oh, uh, goodbye. Alright, that's that's what he wanted to say. I knew that was coming. Wait, what did you say? What do you say? <laughs> He said you could finish the C.W. Anderson story. Oh um, Yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> I was working to give him a <laughs>
1: night. Because um, I was under a mask, and I've heard a lot of people say, oh, he worked stiff, this and that. But they're just talking. You know, actually, C.W. is one of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, So we got in there, worked a little bit. I told him, you know, I asked him what the Japan style was like. And if you don't know Japan style, they're very stiff. And he gave me a couple stiff shots, and that famous right hand, people were talking about, he caught me with it, man. And I was, like, on the verge of, like, falling over. <clears throat> um, we did that Spine Buster spot, but I didn't actually take the move because we set it up to where, like, I was going to reverse and hit him with a drop kicker something.
4: But... Mm.
2: The
1: thing about that match is I couldn't see shit because that mask I was wearing was too tight,
2: so I was. Oh man! This. Yeah,
1: I couldn't see. I couldn't yeah. breathe.
2: So you you up, breathe. You just gave up. just up your identity, bro. You were under a mask. I mean, <laughs> I mean it was one
1: night, man. Like,
4: <clears> like <throat> I'm, I'm saying, like you. I was
1: saying, bro, it wasn't something I'm doing. You know, numerous <laughs> times, it was a one-time thing.
4: Okay. Hey, people hey,
1: people hey, already hey. know people already know it was me, so it ain't like I'm hiding it. I
2: know. Yo, you but, know um, you wanna hear something hey, you wanna, so 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 finish the story. I'm I'm just messing with you. It's so funny.
1: Um, all Oh no, working today was really fun.
2: <clears throat> but yeah. he did
1: get, he did catch me a couple times. But other than that it was
2: alright. I liked uh I liked C I enjoyed C W uh, I I enjoyed C W Anderson. I thought I thought he was a uh I thought he was a great guy in the ring, and I always liked him. Um, you know, his spine buster always reminded me, of course, of Von Anderson's, but C.W. Anderson. He was like a cousin, supposed to be of them, and uh, he had a great, like I said, he had a great feud going on with Tommy Dreamer, and um, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely liked that. But yeah, so uh, so yeah, so. Oh, man, I'm enjoying this. This is funny, bro. I'm having fun tonight. I'm glad you you were able to join me tonight on Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara. This is my 94th show. That means I'm, like, a couple away from 100. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And and tonight to have, uh, you know, tonight to have, I'm honored to have you join me on the show. I'm happy that Scott Jr., Anthony, decided to call me on the show because, like I said, we all had a history um, you know, his dad and, and me and, um, you know, his dad being one of the greatest managers, pendant wrestling business, and uh, also uh, Tim, the X-Clan member, of, you know, he'll always be, we'll always be X-Clan for life. Um, and, uh, you know, and then Andrew giving us a call, and then, you know, and then whoever else decides to give us a call and stuff like that. But seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three 508 9883 is the number. But we're gonna go. I'm gonna take a quick commercial break because gotta pay the bills. Bills need to be ooh. Bills need to be paid. When we come back, uh, we will be going out to Canada and we'll be we, we will be talking to the legendary Smith Hart because I'm sure Smith's got a lot of a lot to say about the passing of Ivan Koloff and uh, George <laughs> Daniel Steele and. Um, and uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he knows of Nicole Bass, or we'll talk to him about that. But I definitely want to. I I definitely just my opinion on that will be coming up uh, in a little bit, and I want to get your thoughts on that. But seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three is the number. Finn, hopefully you're, you're listening. Call me back, bro. Yeah, how could you know? And that's going to be the, sto- the story because I got. The, I still have the story. I still have a story for him about the Rodney Mac. I wanted to tell that story. I wanted to tell that story. I hope he would call back because it was just a funny, funny story that involved Rodney Mac. Actually, you Yo, know what? He hard crap, time, man. Well, let me just say this though before we do a commercial break: the first time I seen Rodney Mac live, which, which i which I'll say the first time I seen him on Monday Night Raw he took on goldberg Gold, Goldberg beat him in like three seconds <laughs> hmm. that was the famous one that Kane got on this. so uh um oh also tonight too, I forgot about it. I teased this earlier tonight i'm gonna be talking about um I'm gonna be talking about uh super Bowl five um and uh and there was a famous. There was a famous uh, big big thing going on between Paul Romer and Alex Wright. And actually, if you guys haven't heard, Paul Romer was just on Stone Cold's podcast, and he talked about why he got fired from WCW um, for what he did at Super Bowl. So yeah, if you guys want to check that out, just go to the network or, or Google that. Uh, but we're going to go to a commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to have the legendary Smith Hart on the line. Don't go away.
8: We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215 288 7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. Uh, we're
4: live.
2: We're live right now, Pro Wrestling now with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode number ninety four. I'm joined with my co host for tonight, Mr. Irvin Legend. Uh Irvin, we were uh and and uh, ten o'clock I gotta make the call back to Canada to call Smith, uh in Toronto he in Toronto. Before we uh before we, we ended the break, we were talking about the debts and also we were talking about them with Andrew. Um, what are your thoughts about the the, the passing of George the Animal Steel, Ivan Koloff, and uh, Nicole Bass?
1: Um, like I said, each in, uh, in each individual death kind of hit me a little bit hard just simply because, you know, I might have <clears throat> never met these people, but the fact they're in the same business I am. Um, Like the whole thing with Snuka, it's like I know the unfortunate uh, – what do you call it, incident that he was involved in and circumstances, uh, right. Yeah, and nobody really knows what happened, so I'm not gonna go into details. But right. anyway you look at it, uh, death is sad because each person gave something to the business or left some sort of impression. So anytime time you mm-hmm. lose someone like that, you know what I'm saying? At well, least some sort of I, death.
2: I was gonna say I'll say this. I I worked with Jimmy uh Snuka in the independent and uh Jimmy was always a nice guy to me and he was always Hi brother and Hi brother and he was always going back and forth and he had his own locker room where he would get like Jimmy Snooker. He would just, you know, go up and down the the whole thing and, and get into his uh his mode and how Jimmy was. Um as far as you know like like you know, like you're before you were a wrestler, you were a wrestling fan, correct? Yeah. So you got to watch a lot of these guys. I mean, if you look back on, on George the Animal Steel, um, you know, I uh, I remember when George the Animal Steel, you know, first turned the face and they had him doing all the electroshock therapy sessions and he would, do, he would talk normal and he'd say, how now, brown cow? And uh, he would do that. And then, of course, he got into a nice program with Macho Man Randy Savage and you know he was after Miss Elizabeth, and then of course he was influential in the, uh, you know, the WrestleMania three, what what some people say is the best was the best match of the night, Randy Savage versus, um, if if you told talking about wrestling, it was Randy Savage versus uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. But of course I'm always going to tell you the best match of the night was Hogan versus Andre. Because to me that was the match that I wanted to see, and I cannot believe, Urban. That's going to be thirty years coming up in March for WrestleMania, for WrestleMania three. Right. You know, and then Nicole Bass. You know, and Nicole and I were friends. Uh, Nicole and I were Facebook friends, but I, I, uh, I, I enjoyed Nicole, and we used to talk a lot, and. <laughs> I I enjoyed Nicole as a performer and what she did for the wrestling business. She came in the attitude era and uh it was greatly um greatly appreciated. You know, there are some mean people out there that talk a lot of crap about her and uh you know, and also I used to listen to her when she was on the Howard Surge show. She was part of the whack pack. I'll tell you though, um I'll tell you as far as I'm as far as I'm concerned, uh Nicole Bass was, was great. And a lot of people were asking how come Nicole didn't get an honorable mention. Well, they, they, there was something going on with her in the WWE years ago, and uh, I'm not going to tell you about it because that's not my style. But if you want to, if you want to find out about it, Google it up and uh, go to your Google machines, as Conrad Thompson uh, would say, uh, Conrad Thompson would say. And uh, if you want to hear more, Conrad Thompson just go to uh he's a co host of something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard. Um uh, and uh also he does uh What Happened When with Tony Shavani. And uh Conrad's gonna be on uh, a guest on my show coming up soon. I had him on last year um and uh and I put it up this year but yeah. So so that's what's going on there. So just sad stuff coming out. Um, and I had enough of it. Every every time, you know, my Facebook messenger would go off, it would be, you know who died? <laughs> you know who died? And I'd be like, really? You know, no good morning? And uh, just sad, you know? Um, and it's always, you know, it's always something, but I, I never look at it like that. I never say, I wonder who's going to die next. A, a lot of my friends do that, though. They'll be like, I wonder what wrestler's going to die next. And I'm like, you know, you don't say those things because you don't want them to. You don't want them to die. Um, I remember. Uh, I remember reading Arn Anderson's uh, Arn Anderson's book that he wrote in 1997, uh, "Look Behind the Curtain," and he talked about how um, you know when he wrestled uh, when he wrestled at WrestleMania Five, and he said how many people are dead, and that was in. That was in 1997. I if you go back and you look at if, if you look at you know if you go match by match by match, you'll find there's a lot of even referees there's a lot of 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 the fallen wrestlers and the fallen brother and the and the uh, the sisterhood you know it's just sad it really is because uh, you know that was part of our that's like when you watch a movie and one of your favorite movie actors passes away. That's just the you know even when your family members you know that's how that's how wrestling is for me. So, but I mean know, from, that, for uh, me it
1: kind of it's kind of like especially since since I'm in this business and I've already accepted the fact that since I am a professional wrestler you know uh, our lives are actually cut in half by like tenfold because we're putting our bodies through hell like each and every night
0: and oh, on top of that yeah. you, got,
1: you got the painkillers and then you got the Performance enhancers, and you got the alcohol and the the drugs, and all that is like a a cocktail of stuff you got to deal with Mm -hmm. on the road. So that takes its toll on the body. So all these deaths, man, is really not that surprising as messed up as that sounds because as much as we abuse our bodies, you you got to think one you know one day your body's gonna give up on us. You know
2: what I'm saying? This sport is not easy. I agree, and that's why some wrestlers are smart and they don't do you know they don't drink some wrestlers don't drink and some wrestlers you know get sleep and they they work out and they do the right thing and and some wrestlers you know they enjoy they enjoy life they they enjoy i could tell you i can tell you right now when I started in <laughs> wrestling business uh was thirty one maybe thirty one years old and i didn't uh i didn't go out after it. The the uh the events. I mean, I did. I mean, we ate pizza and stuff, and we played uh, Street Fighter at a friend of ours house. But we didn't go out all night and and drink and and hang out. And you know, we 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 had a couple of beers after the show, and then we, you know, our driver would drive us home. Our driver would drive us to different places and then home. But we didn't live the like Ric Flair extravagant life, and we didn't live the a lot of the boys. You know, they like to go out after. We didn't do that, though. I mean, I know I didn't do. That. I can speak for myself. I didn't do that. Well, I'd love to do that, absolutely. Who doesn't want to go out and party? But when you when you have I mean, responsibilities, that's life. But I understand what you're saying. But yeah, it, it's it's uh, a it it's. I'm glad that I, it's just like it goes back to Diamond Dallas Page, and I'll bring this up as an, an example. Somebody said to me. Last year, Diamond Dallas Page deserves to be in the Hall of Fame because of the work that he did with Jake the Snake Roberts and Scott Hall. And to me, I felt DDP needed to be in the Hall of Fame, maybe because of that, but also because of his wrestling career. I mean, Diamond Dallas Page had a really good wrestling career. And and Diamond Dallas Page was a hell of a talker. A hell of a worker. And, you know, we just talked about... we just talk, And I think that Diamond Dallas Page actually was like the first people's champ b- besides the... Before The Rock. Think about it. When Diamond Dallas Page would, would do a diamond cutter or win a match, he would run out into the people. Yeah. You know? Definitely, yeah. uh... Definitely something... Definitely something to, uh to to look out for. So uh hey, uh what's your thoughts on uh what's your thoughts on Super Bowl five? You have any have you seen that that pay per view? Actually
1: I haven't yet. <clears throat>
2: you haven't yet. <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> so so probably in, so probably after when I either when I wrap up with Smith uh when I wrap up with Smith, um we'll uh, we'll talk about it. Have uh have you seen uh have you seen this week's Monday Night Raw? Actually, I, I
1: missed it because I was at work. But okay, um, I heard some stuff, but I didn't get to actually watch it. <clears throat> mhm.
2: Did you watch SmackDown?
1: I, I I watched part of it. I only watched the part where Naomi did that gimmick, where she relinquished the title, and then Alexis one over yeah.
2: let's uh, yeah, that's a good topic. Then let's get into that. Uh what do you call it? Naomi um for those of you who don't know this but but Naomi um she uh she won the title from Alexa Bliss at um at Illumination Chamber where she got hurt and um and then of, and then of course um she took time off this weekend from house shows because she was injured And then last night they were supposed to have a rematch or a match for the belt. And she ended up, um, she ended up, uh, losing. So, so sad, you know, and she ended up relinquishing, relinquishing the belt over. And, uh, just a sad situation. And she is, uh, she, she's definitely a good wrestler. I, she's definitely, she has it, you know? She's gotten better, I'll tell you that, and I love her glow um, entrance, and um, I love her. What happened?
1: Um, I think I know why they're doing this. Um, the injury is legitimate, I believe, but I feel like the reason why they're going about this is because, for one, WrestleMania is going to be in Orlando.
2: That's what I was thinking.
1: That's where Naomi's from, and my only logical explanation is they're going to have her go over at WrestleMania in her hometown to get the uh, championship
2: back. I I agree. I agree. Uh, I agree. And, and to, uh, to delve into this, uh, to delve into this, I'll just say this, uh, Naomi was talking with, uh, uh, Lillian Garcia in something that they, they, that she calls, um, making their way to the ring. Uh, and I want to say, uh, uh, uh-huh. I, I was going to say, I want to say, oh, it is a podcast. So Lillian Garcia now has a podcast, which is cool. Every time I turn around, there's a new wrestler or a new personality that has a podcast, and I, I think it's great. I mean, I love it. I love all, all these podcasts. Um, anyway, here's what she had to say uh, on a couple of topics. Um, her first. Let's see. Uh, Okay. Where she got the idea for Feel the Glow. The inspiration comes from a movie from the 80s called The Last Dragon. It's about this martial artist who is on a journey to find the glow. It's all about him, really, at the end of the day, finding his confidence. He had it all along. He just had a look within himself. Um, was the company quickly receptive to her idea? No, absolutely not. Two years, it took me uh, two years to get them to finally hear me out on the concept, the idea, the entrance, and everything. Um, so that's what she had to say. Uh, that's what she had to say about that. And uh, it, it's just, every like I said, every time I turn around, there's somebody else doing the podcast. And I don't mind it. You know, that's another thing I want to bring up. Which I'm glad I segueed into that. I'm not in competition with with uh, with with pro wrestling podcasts. When a pro wrestler does a podcast, yeah, I do. I yeah, I I do a pod a weekly podcast, but I don't consider them my competition because you know they got me beat by a hundred percent. You know so. So somebody was talking to me this past weekend about it. And they were like, how could you listen to, um, you know, the Ric Flair show or something to wrestle with or this and that? Because I don't look at it like competition. I look at it like, like you know, I want to hear their stories. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Another thing I, I want to talk to you about is the gimmick with uh, Nikki Bella and Natalia Marisa and Miz. Uh, they're doing this whole Johns—they're probably setting up John Cena and Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice at WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, that's what they're doing. You're right.
1: I'm thinking, they're, they're doing that
2: 100%.
1: <clears throat> this might be off topic, but I believe that John Cena might propose to her, like at the end of the night or something, like legitimately. Cause I think Nikki Bella is retiring after WrestleMania or just taking a break, and John Cena <laughs> doing more movies around that time.
2: Yeah. Well, I tell you what, John, you better propose because if you don't I might <laughs> Nah I have my own
1: I have my own personal feelings towards him. I mean, I'm not gonna uh I mean I just I've never met him but his attitude, you know, I feel my own personal way about him. I can't knock, you know, the fact he's one of the hardest working athletes in the world, but just his attitude bothers
2: me. But,
4: <clears throat> but if I told people right, so- that
2: so let me ask you a question. How does his attitude bother you? What, what's it about his attitude that you don't like? Well, for
1: one, I mean, I'm basically committing career suicide because if, if I am trying to make it in WWE and I'm shit-talking John in you know, really not.
2: Good... <laughs> you're not committing um, career suicide. This is not the – John is not on the <laughs> podcast. You never know, man. You never know who's listening. Somebody from WWE Well just because to this. John just because I'm a couple of months older than Joe, uh, John's a couple of months older than me. And just because I, I met John and a good friend of mine trained John doesn't mean that John's listening to the show. You're not committing career suicide. Career career suicide is going to work for the WWE, then coming off my podcast and chilling all over W W E. That's I've had that before. <laughs> I've had a guy come on the podcast and shit talk, but it didn't cost him his job. He's still working for the WWE. No, it's, it's your, it's your feeling. I just wanted to understand you're not shit talking because people, I was, think... was going to say, people ask me, why do I like John Cena and why John Cena has become one of my favorites. And I always say, because of his attitude, because he never gives up. And John Cena is one of the hardest working guys out there. John Cena is like a Hulk Hogan because John Cena does the Make-A-Wish Foundation. John Cena does movies. John Cena does TV shows. John Cena puts his body on the line. John Cena gets cut. He gets an operation. He comes back. John Cena is the guy. Why you know? And that's what I got out of it. I don't understand. I, can't you know, take- I mean, listen, it's, it's cool.
1: I can't take none of that away from him because that is all true, but some of that shit is a work. Penn, um, personally, I feel like it's a, is a dick because um, he has buried a lot of people, and he is responsible for a lot of people getting fired. Um, man, I just I've seen how he acts. I like I know the TV shows like Total Divas and this is like halfway scripted, but if if he well, yeah really, right. If he really acts like that towards, like, other people, like snotty nose and you got to do this, you got to do that, or if you don't follow my rules, blah, 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 I've seen the way he's acted, like, when the cameras aren't off.
2: So 50%
1: of his gimmick is just the cameras, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And
2: I don't know, I, any, I, uh, any... I was going to say, I met John a couple of times, and he was... He was cool to me. We talked uh we talked about old eighties wrestling and we talked about uh, different stuff and uh and another good friend of mine that knows John really well and I, I also met John's father and John's father's a nice guy too. Well I see yeah, what you're saying. Cool.
4: John's yeah.
1: in a senior school. Um, I could be completely wrong, but that's just what I got. That's just the vibe I got from him. Okay.
4: And I mean that, is, that, listen, that's is, a, more, that is listen, a, that's
2: your listen, that's Right, it it it. That's what you uh, that's what you believe. It's not committing career suicide. You're not. You'll make it. Don't just uh, just you know just just. Uh, it, it's how you feel. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. Not a lot of people feel that way about wrestlers too. Don't get me wrong. So, uh, Randy Orton.
0: Uh,
1: uh, Randy Orton is a different story. What you see on TV is what you get in real life. Like. Right? He's not the top person like he I don't think he likes a lot of people. He's kinda of like Brock Lesnar in a sense. Um he doesn't like a lot of people and if you piss him off then it's pretty much not a good idea. And he has a hot temper. Well, um
2: Yeah, I mean that's uh that's the that's the whole uh that's the whole thing, you know. And, and you don't wanna piss uh you don't wanna piss people off. That but I get what you're saying, but I, I think last week I had a caller on Anthony, uh, Mr. Mojo, and he said that that's what what he read that they were uh, they were setting stuff up. I mean, again, I'm not really uh, I, I like the wrestling news. Um, I like the news about the I like the news about um, about what happened with The Rock, Cole, and CM Punk. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I
1: heard about that. That was pretty stupid of him to do, but. I feel like something good is going to happen at a, eventually one day.
2: Well, I mean, listen, you know, it just it was just uh, it was just kind of uh, kind of <laughs> funny. Um, PW uh, insider dot com is reporting the Rock's phone call voicemail to CM Punk on Monday Night Raw did not go over well with Vince McMahon and Triple H. The Rock came out um, to film, uh, you know, to film scenes for fighting with my family and proceeded to try and FaceTime and call Punk after fans chanted for him during a movie scene involving his wife, A.J. Lee. The, the, segment, uh, the segment was not something that was approved by WWE, uh, and Triple H and Vince McMahon were said to be unhappy about Punk being mentioned or called. And it was noted that neither wanted to go on, especially Triple H, eventually sent word backstage that the ring uh, segment needed to be wrapped up. In it, uh, additionally, it was noted on the latest episode of the Wrestling Observer, a radio uh, show by um, Brian Alvarez, that Vince might have sent a referee out to cut the segment off. According to a live report, uh, this would have occurred when the Rock referenced uh his mic being cut out and that's uh that's basically what happened there.
1: You know, I'm not <clears throat> I'm not the type of person to be intimidated by a lot of people but when I met Billy Gunn at the V C W show man, like first of all I didn't even know he was that tall. Like the dude Yeah is like at least six he's like at least six three.
2: Yeah. And
1: on top of that the dude's built like a like a a brick shit house. Um Oh yeah I didn't talk to him I've been in the show Just cause you know He was getting in gear And talking to Brandon Scott To go working But after mm-hmm. that happened You know I walked up And he was quiet At first I was like Well shit I talked to him Should I leave him alone Like He just looked intimidating Like
4: He was yeah. sitting there
1: With his bottle of water He was all Beat red And talking all fast And like Well yeah. shit man I don't know what to do But he ended up I ended up getting a picture With him and we ended up talking, and I mean that was uh-huh. cool.
2: that's that's career suicide right there, my friend. That's career suicide. Workers do not workers do not take pictures with other workers.
1: <laughs> I mean, I kind of disagree on that. Um, I'm,
2: kidding, about, it really I'm kidding, bro. I'm kidding.
1: I mean, it's all about memories, man. You never know if you're gonna see that person again or.
2: Bro, you never bro, know. listen. I I got I got when I got brought into the business okay, when I got schooled, okay, old school, that's what they told me. They told me, you never go up to a worker because it's disrespectful. And, 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 guys, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying what, what you, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, like trying to preach to you, bro, but it just, just, it it it's different times now. You know what I'm saying? I understand what you say. I mean, Billy Gunn, I got to meet Billy in September, and Billy Gunn was wrestling for big-time wrestling promotion, and he was wrestling against Sandow. And it was the night before September 11th, so that'd be September 10th. And I went up to Billy Gunn, and he said, hey, man, how are you? And I said, hey. You know, and I said, I just want to tell you, of course I loved all your, your stuff, and of course I was a big fan of you and the New Age Outlaws. But I got to tell you, you touched me, you know, in a way like you touched my heart like, and he's like, how so? So I told him about about when September 11th hit, that uh, you know, you know, um, they they still did a show at Madison Square Garden, and Billy Gunn wrestled um, just incredible, and Billy Gunn was the first guy out there shaking people's hands, and after the show on 33rd Street, Billy Gunn was leaving, and he was still wearing like you know, we support the the fireman, and he was tell, you know taking pictures with everybody, and he was like, you know, and he would not, he would not leave until everybody out there had a picture with him. And I thought that was nice, because some of the wrestlers just waltzed back in, you know, they, they leave, they're tired, they want to go, but not Billy Gunn. Well, let me tell you what I did to Billy, which was, which was funny. So, at the end of the night, at the end of the night, Billy Gunn is wrestling, um, Billy Gunn's wrestling Sandow. Well, they're going to wrestle. And Sandow comes out, does his thing, and then Billy Gunn comes out to, you know, I'm an ass man. He comes out to that before he goes to the ring. He runs around the gymnasium, up in the stands. He comes near me, he comes near everybody, he comes all around, and he shakes everybody's hand, and then he runs. Now, you're talking about like a 52-year-old guy doing this. And and mind you, so now mind you, Sandow starts with him, and he said the to Sandow, you know, and then he does the, if you're not down with that. So I took over, and I said, if you're not down with that, I got two, And he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. And I was sitting like maybe, I don't know, <laughs> no, I, I was up almost on the bleachers. And he goes, whoa, 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 whoa sir, let me do it. And like he said, okay, no problem. And then when he went to do it, and I got two words for you, and and he didn't get a chance because he got attacked. But then after he won the match, he said, you know, cut the music. I just want to thank everybody for coming out. And he says, and I just want to tell Sandow something. If you're not down with that, I got two words for you. And the fans were happy to see Billy Gunn because Billy Gunn was uh, just that guy and. I got to take a picture with Billy, and uh, you know I went there as 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 a fan, I guess, and I got to meet Billy, and he signed my my uh, encyclopedia, which was uh, which was really cool. But I'm glad you got a picture with them. Like you said, it's for memories, you know.
1: Yeah, like so far I've got you know a picture with the and Billy Gunn and <clears throat> among some other people. You know, some people feel different. The old school vets feel like believe you shouldn't get a picture with all the workers. But now it's to where, like, oh, he got advice from See, I always always make sure when I put a picture up on Facebook, I don't just say, hey, I got a picture with. I say something like, oh, I got advice. It was cool that he's paying him for, you know, because I don't just take pictures for the hell of it. I take it. You know, to show people, hey, this is where I was at. This is where I met this. I met.
2: Yeah, and you're not, and also you're not a douche too, though. You're not a douche. You don't, you know, you don't hold the camera and say, "Hey, can I get a selfie?" I've seen guys do that now. It's like, you know, I've seen guys do that over the weekend. It's like, you know, I I, I think that's disrespectful. Well, when you ask a guy and you're in the back of the locker room, I mean, I'll say this though, I'll I'll, I'll honestly say this though, in two thousand and nine. um... When I first, you know, saw Jimmy Snooker, you know, I was a worker, and I asked to take a picture, and he said, no problem. You know what I'm saying? And people were like, dude, you don't do that. And then I looked at him and said, but you just did. Well, that's okay, because I know Jimmy a long time, but you're a worker, right? <laughs> I I see what you're saying. But, but like I said, bro, you're not a douchebag. You're, you're a very respectable guy, and I know that, you know, and it's uh, it's cool.
4: Oh, man
2: Billy, uh, so so, uh, so, so the advice that Billy Gunn gave you and all these wrestlers that they give you they, it's going to go with you, right? You're going to use it for future matches and stuff and like what not to do and stuff
1: That and, you know, if I want to get a look by a big company, I just got to keep promoting,
2: keep going to these mm-hmm. places even
1: if I don't get booked <clears throat> I still got to get my foot in the door <laughs> and make connections cuz it's all about who you know in the business but
4: mm-hmm. but you
1: got to be careful you, you talk to them and, and hang around the right people not the wrong ones
2: well that's like Cause. in school remember in school hey remember in school yeah. yep. remember or remember at work you hang out with the right ones well 718-508-9883 is the number we got to call john from florida John from Florida, you're on the air. John, you there? Hello, John. Guess John's not there. Man. Shit. (laughs) I'm just wrestling with you. This is Pro Wrestling (laughs) Now with Mike Ferrara, episode number 94. John, I hope you know you're gonna hear one day. I hope so. I want to get rid of him. You're <laughs> gonna get it back. <laughs> Actually, you want to hear a funny? Uh, you want hear a funny story about that? Kind of funny. Um, <clears throat> Jerry Jerry yeah, Jerry Jarrett Jerry Jarrett told told uh, told the uh, for those of you who don't know who Jerry Jarrett is Jerry Jarrett Jeff Jarrett's father, and uh, he was working for uh, WWF at the time. And he told some guys, "You know, I never been ribbed, you know, and well, you know, he'd never been ribbed so so uh one day they were doing a uh, they were doing a high school show for w w f and um Mr. McMahon had a uh, had like a desk, and um it was like a you know a high school gym desk or whatever and at the end of the night, Jerry garrett went to go get his briefcase. Somebody had had padlocked the with the chain to the desk, and he couldn't get his briefcase out. Do you know that Jerry? Jarrett, do you know that Jerry Jarrett called the cops? Called the cops uh, after saying, "I've never been ripped before." Do you know how bad that is? I I've been in locker rooms. I've been in locker rooms where guys would say that I've never been ripped before. I've never been ripped, and you know what? That opens. That opens like you're gonna get ripped.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. I've
2: been ripped. Hell, man, I've been ripped by the X Clan. I've been ripped by by my best friend Magic. You know how many times Magic used to call me up and tell me, um, "What do you call my match? You sucked," and he didn't want to use me no more, and he fired me. You know the X Clan. Same thing. When I first met the X, when I first met the X Clan, I got, I got ripped. You know we were in Jersey City, and me and magic went to uh magic never told me what these guys looked like and magic went to uh to to uh to the bathroom and These two guys were staring at me and they were looking at me, and they were really intimidated intimidating, so I get my food and I sit down waiting for magic to come and magic comes <laughs> in at the table and all of a sudden these guys come over. And I'm like, oh my god, I don't want trouble with them. And then Magic goes, yo, this is the X-ray. And I was telling you about. i like, get ready to shit. i getting ready to die. And uh, and of course, then I got ribbed. Then I got ribbed another time. And you know, sometimes I used to get. And then, and then of course, I used to do ribbing myself, as you can tell, because I love it.
4: <sighs>
2: I used to do ribs when when I worked for different companies too when I work for, not just wrestling, I used to do it at my old job, because uh, sometimes I get bored. But, you know. I mean, I'm not really a like, river, but uh, if someone wrestles, I'll get them back. No worries. <laughs> hey, hey uh, Pro Wrestling Now at Magic Mike 4R, episode number 94. Learn a, You learn a valuable lesson. You you know, you you want to play, you got to pay. That's just the way it goes.
6: Um,
2: When uh, when you're not, when either when you're at work or or on your downtime, do you listen to other podcasts? Or
1: oh, not normally. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't listen to podcasts. How about I books? listen to. How you you
2: read, like, I was gonna say, how about books? Do you like to read books about wrestling? You know, like wrestling, wrestling and stuff?
1: Yeah, uh, I think the only book I read or read is uh, Hooked by Luke Davis.
2: How is that book? You know what? I've I've been I've been it's so funny because I've read a lot of books. I have not yet read that book.
1: Um <clears throat> ball Carmichael actually got me into that, um, 'cause I went to he's a very good friend of mine. Uh we I went down to a couple of his camps. He showed me some exercises to loop that. Who was that?
2: Him. I'm sorry, who I missed that who that was. Who'd you say it was? Q-Ball Carmichael. Um, okay.
1: He showed me some of these exercises And routines Lutez Passed down to him He passed down to me
4: <clears throat>
1: And I asked him How do I learn more from Lutez And he said "You used to read the book Hooked And so I read it <clears throat> About all the old fashioned ribs And the old fashioned uh, uh, Stuff they used to do back in the day um, Very insightful I, I definitely recommend you, that you read it
4: um it's
2: pretty no, big. I, to I gotta, yeah, I gotta Yeah, uh, I gotta catch it. I gotta definitely uh, says, uh I gotta catch that. Yeah. That sounds uh sounds that sounds like a good book. I'm I'm looking up it I'm looking at up it I'm looking up it. I'm looking at it right now actually.
0: Oh man, that's good.
2: Good stuff. Hook hook yeah. Oh I know you know, I know where I seen that. I know where I seen that book. Actually, what am I saying? I've seen it uh, at Crowbar Press, actually, because I like – there's a lot of books. Um, there's a lot of books that I like from them. Uh, Ole Anderson, J.J. J. Dillon, um, Ivan Koloff, Bruce Brody, uh, Brown, uh, Downtown Bruno. So I definitely know the book. The book is called Hooker by Lutez. It's only 19.99. That's not bad. Pretty cool. I'm I sure on Amazon. Who knows? You could probably get it cheaper, but hey. But anyway, um, but anyway, yeah. So that's uh, that's cool. Well, I gotta uh, either either you're gonna hang because I gotta co- go back to Canada, or you're gonna go. What What do you want to do? You want to stay uh, with us, or you gonna go?
1: Um, I actually would like to talk to Smith a little bit, but um, I do gotta go to work at about six in the morning. <clears throat> so. All right. Um, when's the next time Smith is gonna be on here?
2: Oh, I don't know. Uh what do you call I have no clue. Um I mean I could
1: probably stay on for like ten, fifteen more minutes. Um
2: Alright, let's uh alright, let's uh what do you call, let's uh see I'll make the call and uh we'll see if Smith is uh <laughs> is ready to talk to us. Uh let me go a little commercial, come back and uh we'll have the legendary Smith heart on the line.
8: Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group All right, thanks.
2: All right, wrestling fans, welcome back to Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike for our episode number 94. Urban Legend has been on awesome co-host tonight, but now... We welcome in the man of the hour, the man too sweet to be sour, the man with all the power, the Canadian connection, my man, the one and only host of the Heart Grapevine with Smith Hart, which is going to be returning soon. Ladies and gentlemen, Smith Hart. Smith, welcome back.
7: Hey, everybody. Yeah, nice to be back, Mike.
2: Ah, I love it. I love that you're back. I love that you came on the show tonight to give us some time. Uh, Irvin Legend is with us again, and Irvin would like to talk to you. Irvin, you got the floor, my man. Hey, man. How you doing, Smith?
7: Oh, good. Thank you, Irvin. How are you?
1: Good. It's nice to finally talk to you. I believe I talked to you once on Facebook uh, through a message. Um, So it's nice to finally be able to talk to you about things I wanna ask you. <clears throat> um first thing I gotta ask you is like as an as a newbie, like a greenie for me, like what type of advice would you uh would you give to me, especially since I'm trying to
2: eventually work
1: uh
7: out of the country, like international work and stuff. Internationally
1: gives you uh
7: maybe some extra options because uh they do kind of have <coughs> weight categories there and the we certainly got into that now too with their so-called cruiser weights and their uh um, mexican and japanese flyers and whatnot <coughs> lighter guys but uh, you know uh i don't think they pay much in europe uh there are certain uh cases where they do, you know, the WF goes in there and makes a lot of money and their guys are under contract for decent money anyway. <clears throat> and certain places and uh, Germany in some cases and, you know, there there's different places, Japan certainly where you can make good money for different promotions. And if you went in on a um, you know, certain tours and stuff, uh Depending on who they are, you'll make money or not make money. But most of them are done in advance. You shouldn't really go there unless you have a some kind of contract in writing that maybe a lawyer here has looked at that uh, will you know guarantee you uh, something. You know, you know, because you know, a lot of times you pay your own way over there. And now you're trapped, you know, or they'll take your passport and hold it for good keeping, safe keeping, supposedly, but. They won't give it back to you until they're happy uh you know with everything on your account, you know, and make sure you paid all your bills and sometimes you don't get enough to pay your bills or they just you your passport back after you've uh starved to death and you know you've sold all your shirts to fans on the street outside- not even outside the subway I promised this and that. And, They were given subsistence wages, and uh, you know, really treated like shit, and uh, you know, had to forage for themselves. Oh, wonderful! Hey,
2: Smith, you're breaking up.
7: I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, I can hear you faintly. Yeah. So you're going with something like that there's a lot of uh, entities out there that never existed before, and a lot of the uh old established ones have come and gone by the wayside so I just say exercise uh precaution <clears throat> as far as tours go and you know going to a place to uh part away to make money if you're in the states and, or Canada you're kind of unsafe turf but uh you get out in the middle of nowhere or you get into some third world you're at anybody's mercy, <clears throat> yeah, but it's all part of your uh you know kind of all part of your your character you know your as, as in your uh <clears throat> resume it's it's all you know you learn wherever you go you know and learn yeah. what to do and what not to do, and you know who's good and what's bad and, and that type of thing, yeah, yeah, one of my main goals um, this
1: year was trying to go to Canada and you know, Mexico eventually,
7: yeah, titles really mean nothing nowadays. It's like uh you string all the wrestling belts that exist uh together, you go around the world, probably into you know, I don't know how many times you could navigate the or the there With all the rest of the belts that exist, some of them wouldn't be much more than something that was made in the backyard, just like the rings you crippled yourselves on. But,
1: um, you know,
7: it's all, you got, you know, my son went over to England recently and uh, loved it there, made barely enough money to cover half his, you know, his return fare home, paid his own way there. But uh, nobody made a lot of money. It wasn't like the promoters were dripping with gold and, from their gates it was uh you know you wrestle two or three times a day in different places close together and um you make enough that way to kind of maybe live catch your meals in hotels and hopefully if you sold some merchandise you might uh cover your uh one-way airfare down there that that you've already paid but you get experience different type of wrestling different different audience and uh you meet people you make contacts it's good for that as well as just the experience of going away from home and not just being in your own home state or your own province. Right.
2: Uh, Irving uh Irving Irving is going to be part of a uh he's going to be doing the Mid-Atlantic Pro. um in that, and that's uh when the last time that we did a show together in and and that's what was something. I had uh I had you and, and Mr. Grimm and then I had Irving and Irving wrote the news that he's gonna be doing this mid Atlantic wrestle expo. Explain to Smith what that is and what you're gonna be doing. So one It's a huge weekend event featuring legends
1: from the past, future stars up tomorrow. Yeah huge weekend Someone's dedicated think... to <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Go ahead. Um a lot of legends are going to be like Teddy um, Teddy um, Barbarian, um, C.W. Anderson, just a lot of different names, and we're all going to be before them. Um, I think the first day is a Q's and A's with the legend, and whoever buys, you know, the um, advance ticket has, like, a dinner with them, and they get to ask them whatever they want. And then the day after that is when we put the matches on. Oh, yeah.
2: Um. You still there? Yeah. Yep. We are. Oh, we are. We are definitely. We're both still. Uh. We're both still here. Good.
7: Good. Well, good. <laughs> good, a good, good right. Yeah. A good. A good fan up. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's that's definitely. I think that's important. Uh. I think that's important for his career. You know, to be able to put on matches. I know they do that with NWA legends. They do that, um, you know, and they have. uh, They also do that at the uh, the cauliflower convention, the Alley Club out in Vegas, where they have the talent showcase and this stuff. And uh, that's definitely that's definitely cool for uh, for young, um, you know, for young guys out there. And it looks like it's going to be fun. It looks like I'm seeing all this stuff. Uh, Jim Cornette's going to be there. Uh, Bruce is gonna be there I have a good Bruce Pritchard Story actually so Bruce Pritchard Is gonna be there but I definitely Have a good Bruce Pritchard story Um this past Monday I Bought two um I bought two, shir- I bought two shirts uh, For Bruce Pritchard uh, One shirt it says This is not a rib This is not a rib and it has All the gimmick uh, you know like Dusty Rhodes polka dots and and different shirt like that, and then I I bought another uh, another shirt that I kind of thought was cool. And anyway, I'm listening to something to wrestle with, which is Boots Purchase podcast. And my phone rings, right? So I go to the phone. And I go to the phone, and uh, I I answer it, and I say hello. And I, the other the other voice on the go, line goes, "Hello, is this Mike Ferrara?" Yeah. Hi, this is Bruce Pritchard, and this is not a rip. He goes, I'm just calling. I'm just calling you to thank you for buying my shirt. I said, Are you kidding me? I'm listening to your podcast right now. I said, I got to turn this thing down. So, you know, we were talking about maybe four, four minutes and fifty nine seconds. So I told him that I do a podcast. So you know what he said, Smith? No. Oh. He said cool shit. He said that's cool shit. He said that's awesome. He says, "Keep it up, keep go, keep keep doing it." He goes, he goes, he goes. If you like it, if that's your passion, keep doing it. And for me right. to get a call from, for me to get a call from someone like Bruce Pritchard that's crazy.
7: Well, that's good, I guess. Uh, uh, you know, I'd say, I'd say this: go where your heart is.
2: Yeah, go where your heart is. That's uh, that's that's good. That's good advice, man. Yeah, that that's really uh that's really good good advice. But it's just so funny though that that you know that that happened that never happened before. I bought a shirt from him, and then all of a sudden I get a phone call from him. That's that's a great uh that's really giving back, and that's really somebody that definitely enjoyed his time in the business, and definitely uh and definitely definitely good um, stuff. Uh, Smith, one well, of the reasons why I brought you, one of the reasons why I brought you back on my podcast tonight, which you're always, you're always welcome to come on, um, was, uh, to talk about some of the, the, the latest passings, um. Yeah, so many. You know.
7: Something that's out already, uh, like, uh. Oh. <coughs> uh, um. Uh. Johnny Kane, I ended up as of today, was his one that uh, I was commenting on when you called me earlier for this podcast. And Ivan Koloff, and uh, Chavo Guerrero, and uh, Jimmy Snuka, and it goes on. I don't know where it's going to stop. But last year, so many celebrities died too. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, 2016 was a bad year, but 2017 looks like uh, you know Mary a, Tyler Moore. Mary Tyler Moore. Um, you know Just all these different And then you know And then George the Animal Steel uh, This past yeah. weekend It was George the Animal Steel Nicole pa- Nicole Bass Passed away As well um,
4: Yeah
2: Just some sad uh, Some sad stuff um, You know And I'm sorry about To yeah. hear the passing Of your uh, Your friend um, You know It's a It's a sad situation You know It really is Yeah um, Yeah Ivan I think- call off Ivan Koloff, I, I believe Ken Batera talked about it on your podcast, which was so awesome to have yeah. Ken on at that time. He talked about yeah. how George, yeah. you know, how uh, Ivan Koloff was the right guy at the time. Um, right. What's your thoughts on what was your thoughts on Ivan Koloff?
7: Ivan was a good, willing uh, heavyweight that. Uh... You know, speaking of being in the right place at the right time, uh, that was him when he was in New York. Uh, and he took the title off, I don't know, Bruno was, no, I forget who he took it from. Uh, you may know the the history. Uh, I was pretty young at the time, but he had worked in Calgary before that. In fact, we basically developed him as a raw recruit. He and his brother had both come up with Dale Hay, who later was Buddy Roberts. And uh, my dad taught them all, and uh, they're you know both are dead now, but um uh, with whoever nikolai beat uh I don't know if it was Pedro Morales or Bruno, I think it was oh. anyway uh. Koak was there, and they needed a big heavyweight heel to take to the belt. And, he beat uh, Bruno. Oh, he beat Bruno. That's what he knew yeah, Bruno, and then he dropped it to a, a, uh, Morales, and then, uh, I don't know, it was back and forth for a while, heel, baby heel, like Stan Stasiak probably had it before that. He took it from one of their longstanding babyface champions, ethnic local baby face champions
2: yeah and, and and you know what's funny this is this is funny ironic he was he was he was named the Russian bear, but yet he was born in Ottawa ontario Canada,
7: yeah, well, if you got the gimmick of a Russian, you might as well be hailed from Russia you know
2: hundred percent I, I was right I was talking about i was talking about um
0: me being when I
2: first started watching. When I first started watching, uh, Koloff, he was, um, he was in National Wrestling Alliance, NWA, and he, yeah. uh, was, he was wrestling and was also, he, his name, his name was Uncle Ivan. And he was with Nikita Koloff and he was with Tasha Khrushchev, who we all know and love as Smash. Um, and, uh, and, uh, they were known as the Russians. And he was also managed by, um, by uh, what do you call? Them? By the likes of um, Paul Jones, um, Gary Hart, Bernie Glassie, <laughs> uh, Gene Anderson, Johnny Valiant, uh, Lou Albano, Oliver Humperdinck. Yeah. Um. So to name some of the managers. Um, yeah. No,
7: that way he wouldn't have to expose his lack of brushing too much. And wow, that's a pretty good roster of managers.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, there's more too. Uh, there's more. Um, Kevin who who I don't know. The Saint, uh Tony Angelo, uh Carl Kovac, Kevin Case, uh Bert Patience. Um uh, and uh, you know, it just it just uh Ivan Ivan was uh Ivan was good. And uh, Yeah it's just it's just sad. Um, going over going over the George the Animal Steel side, um, your brother Brett had some good things to say about George animal Steele. I don't think anybody had a bad word to say
7: about Steele no I, I know my brother Wayne would object to that statement, but um they didn't they hadn't been really introduced to each other, and George Steele had just been given uh, the Queen for a day uh ticket where he was road agent and that would automatically in some in his mind maybe give him the uh, Right to be an asshole to anybody he encountered. So I don't know what happened, but uh, I know uh, somebody. Some I don't know. Wayne 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 asked him some questions as a rep, being treated Wayne like he was a piece of shit. Uh, just well,
4: I can't remember well, you the details. That's okay,
7: not a big there, deal. Though? I I've never heard anybody uh, you know have any real problems with. Uh, Jim or George as, they, as he called himself but um even even the Google Monsoon uh, blew off a couple of important uh T V people that my dad had brought down and uh they wanted to do some you know, televise something or do something with Andre and Bruno blew him away uh, not Bruno but um uh, gorilla blew him away saying that they needed uh to deploy in advance and uh you know, who are, they could be from douchebag magazine, where it's exact words, and you know, he's not going to deal with them, they got to go through the channels. Well, to me and my dad, any wrestling, any publicity is good publicity, especially when it's legitimate, like a big radio, a TV uh, concern in uh, a city as big as Vancouver, BC. So, uh. You know, and uh, you're getting free publicity from a big concern, maybe unlimited uh, time on on uh, you know uh, prime time TV. You should take advantage of it. They may not have known that uh, Andre would be gone that night or the next morning. Really, who knows? They could have worked something out, though. But Bruno Ru- or uh, Gorilla rudely dismissed them. You know, and uh, my dad was embarrassed yeah. because he is the one that brought them down, trying to help the cause, trying to do like. Uh, we were supposed to be kinda of co most at that time. We were getting percentage of were supposed to be getting percentage of uh you know, five percent of the gross gate, I think, of every town they ran that was our town. You know, when they uh yeah. when been senior allegedly bought up my father. But anyway, for the most part everybody loved the clown George Steele.
2: Yeah, it it's uh it, it it's amazing. Going back to what we were just talking about, um, it was Bruno San Martino who took it with the belt from Buddy. Then Ivan Kolov took it from Bruno. Then Pedro took it from Kolov. Stasiak took it from Morales. Bruno took it from Stasiak. And uh, and and then, you know, superstar Billy Graham. Uh, Billy Graham took it from Bruno. Bob Backlund took it from Graham. Anoki took it from Backlund. And then uh, we know that we know the history from there. But that's—I just want to let you know that you were right on all that. You said that, and you were yeah. right on it. Thank um, So going well, that, and I love talking, and and you know this, I love talking wrestling with you, and uh, yeah. as much as and music with you too. Very, very, uh, yeah. very smart. Um, so, so yeah. uh, what do you call, Irvin? I know you have to go, bro. Uh, so if you want to go, you're welcome to leave. Yeah, man, I gotta, I gotta call it quits
1: tonight, Matt. Um Yeah. I definitely, I definitely appreciate you having me
7: as a co-host. On the well, so it's that's a nice
4: something talking that I, to
7: you, Urban. Say what? I'm he sure you got a goal. It's been nice talking to you.
1: Yeah, I definitely appreciate the advice you, you gave me about working uh, internationally because it's definitely a goal I want to.
7: Yeah, always yeah. keep your nose clean, come prepared, go prepared, you know, like, bring some money with you, don't assume or count on any promise that's not ironclad, or you don't know the people, you know, there's yeah. lots of, you know, you know the old story, hell is paved with good intentions, the road to hell, but, um, you know, i ask other people who have been there, or, you know, if you know, some places are just start up things that really got, they're trying to make stone soup, they got nothing, but, uh, nothing, you know, they might not even have a ring at that time, they might still be scrambling for a ring and this and that, but they start by getting one wrestler to agree to go, and then they build on that, you know, until the next guy, yeah, you got so-and-so, so-and-so, and that might uh, ring a bell or entice him, you know, that if he's going, I'll go, but you never know, uh, you know, who's legit and who's not, but I would suggest that uh, there's many, as many pony bullshit uh, small-time ripoffs. Eight, uh, you know uh, entities out there as there are uh, good and you know they're all struggling good or bad parts I know but uh, good luck to any that succeed because you're only going to succeed with good product it's good wrestling good good uh, physical specimens in there uh, working their butts off or whatever whether they profit from it or any of them profit from it or not uh, you're going to have a few good guys I mean, mixed in with you know, wannabes, and, uh, you know, the only benefit some some people get is the experience of it, you know, uh, learning, learning a lesson or um, learning some, us, you know. Yeah, definitely. That's no, good. That's no, good. Yep. And, uh, you know, play, play um, it cool. Irvin, uh, I was going to say, like urban,
2: before you go, plug all your stuff, um, you know, plug, plug where people can – get in touch with you or, you know, plug what you got going on, man.
1: As far as bookings or?
2: Yeah. Anything. Anything you want to plug, uh, you plug it.
1: April, I'm going to be in Ohio for Ultimate Extreme League Wrestling. Of course, I got the Richmond Expo uh, May 19th and May 20th.
0: <clears throat>
1: I got PWX Pittsburgh in April. I got some North Carolina dates. Um, I, I'm trying to go to a, a Ring of Honor tryout sometime this summer. I, I'm waiting for a date um, so I can go. Um, I think the best thing I can do is keep promoting my stuff, and hopefully, uh, you know, I got my passport renewed, so you know, hopefully I can
2: make something happen as far as international work hmm. goes. Cause I, hey, I got, uh, a, I got an idea. Hey, I got an idea about maybe making something happen. No promises or anything, but I got an idea about... How about this? You know, um, you know the 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 hitman for hire, right, Mister Grimm? Yeah, of course. Right. Shoot him a message, and uh, you know there's a there's a wrestling promotion that Mister Grimm just went out to, and I and I had the promoter on the uh, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, uh, Mister Danny uh, Duggan, who he you know he runs the uh, Canadian. Uh, elite, uh, wrestling, um, you know, who knows? Maybe, you know, if you keep up promoting, you know, you, you throw out your, uh, you throw out your tape to him and who knows, maybe, you know, maybe that's, uh, something in the works because I know, uh, Smith, um, you know, Smith went down, uh, Smith, you got into a big scuffle down there. I didn't, I didn't hear that story.
7: Um... I've got into a few scuffles here and there. I generally avoid uh scuffles when i'm not getting paid for it but, oh. uh, canadian canadian elite- uh canadian
2: restaurants elite that's the uh that's the fa- if if uh
7: if you go to facebook oh well, i um, did that's right what yeah what yeah depending on the heart name that's right um yeah
2: well that's what i didn't you know. hear that story or or you know what i heard it but I didn't I didn't catch it I didn't catch it on the uh the broadcast. Sometimes the phone uh, cuts in and out and I didn't hear it. Um I heard it from Danny's side. So uh so yeah, um let me just wrap it up with Urban, then we'll get back uh with you. Urban, thank you again, my man, for, for joining. Um and you know, you and I are bro friends and stuff. So. Yeah, man. Uh definitely Thanks for having
1: me up there. I hope to be up here soon, um, Smith. I'll keep a, I'll yeah. keep in touch with you. Maybe we can talk on the phone or something one day. That'd be cool. Um,
7: Great, anytime.
1: anytime. Yeah, man. Definitely. Thank you guys for you know, lit hearing me out. It was really fun. Yeah. So well, yeah, anytime, you.
2: anytime. You know, you're welcome on the podcast anytime. How many times have you been on my podcast? Right? You've been on a while, quite a bit, and you're a good yeah. guy. And you're working. You're working hard, and keep on working, man. Keep on working your goals. All right, I'll speak to you soon, brother. Thank you again. All right, man.
1: Thank don't you. Don't give up your. Don't give uh, up your
2: daytime
7: job. Thank you, man. No,
2: he, he's working tomorrow actually. Um, he's actually working tomorrow. Um, he's got his his as they call it, shoot job. Actually, I got some big news for you actually, and uh, and this is I I, I was hoping he calls well, back. I don't know if you remember. You probably do. Remember my old, well, he was my co-host, but he was a guy that I used to manage um, with the tag team called the X-Clan. He he spoke to you uh, since the Black Sinister. He spoke to you uh, when you first joined the network. Anyway, he called me tonight to tell me that he has a tryout with the WWE. Well, good for him. Yeah, and my heart is like I, I couldn't believe when he came on the podcast to tell me that tonight because you know he 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 was telling me that he's gonna not only try for him but he's gonna try for me because he he oh, you know good. because he I used to I used to manage him and you know yeah. I, and I was green they were green and we we you know I was telling Irvin before how much fun we used to have. But enough about that, though. No. I want to hear about what happened. I want to hear what happened when. I want to hear the story about what happened today when you went. So you had to defend the heart name at
7: this. Yeah, this well, Canadian this uh, Magnus uh, uh, had. Uh, you know, Magnus uh, and his partner had, uh, you know, cheated their way to a victory with uh, a couple of local guys, and one of them happens to be my brother in law, uh, Pee Wee Pete Wilson and um, right. Pistol Pete, and uh, uh, the way he was conducting himself. Uh, I took issue, and I could hardly walk that day. My cancer was really affecting my uh, groin, and my, uh, it st- descended into my left femur and stuff. And uh, hmm. I was almost incapacitated and in pain, both and people. But I went in there anyway, and... Uh, I was going to cold cock, the bastard and uh, I guess it was his (laughs) partner snuck up from behind and gave me a a nasty, uh, shot to the uh, family jewels and dropped me temporarily. And by that time, my son Matthew, the prodigy Matthew Hart had, uh, entered the ring and the other guy cleared out and, um, you know, mayhem also, uh, split by then, but, uh, you know, I was uh, one, you know, half a second from, you know, knocking him stiff. Or I was concerned he's not that big a guy and he was uh, asking for it. And, um, you know, I guess Matthew's got another crack at him coming up in April. I'm not sure when it is, but uh, I think it's in April. I'm i uh, uh, April, look April in. or May. I'll look in. Oh, I'm uh, looking
2: into that right now actually. I, I uh yeah. I'm looking into it. Um Matthew's actually got the, a... I was going to say, while I was gonna say why have you on the line some, how have you been feeling yeah, oh, right. how have you been, yeah, I was go gonna ahead. say how have you been feeling?
7: Oh not too bad right this minute, you know, uh you know. <laughs> but um <clears throat> Yeah,
2: you've been in, in Toronto Matthews a while. Excited.
7: Yeah. yeah i both uh, attended a couple of uh um you know pop concerts or uh punk music concerts one was a tribute to the ramones and um, one of them uh one of the drummer band doing the tribute was called uh- G- Gaba Hayes and i think one of the band's main names was was hayes they uh um the G- lady singer in the group and um Far as I know, the drummer was a former drummer for Blue Rodeo, and he left. He was the only one that had a job and couldn't afford to leave it to go with the big band, you know, the band when they went uh, to promote their album at the time uh, on mm-hmm. the uh, Conan O'Brien show, and that it went big time then. But uh, he, he we kept his job in Ontario as a mailman, and the rest went on to big time fame and fortune and stardom. So, mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Uh, the other band, the uh, Forgotten Rebels. The guy was a real big fan, and uh, I'd given him an old canceled check from uh, Stampede Wrestling. My father, to signed both by my mother and my father, to Stan Stasiak, and he reiterated mm-hmm. the whole history of the world title in New York, right from the first time uh, Bruno Sammartino uh, got it. You know, well, between a work with Bruno and Buddy Rogers, they Came up with some uh, scenario that uh, Buddy was a champion, but yet he still went on to Toronto the next day, and they bribed the uh, wire service so the news of any uh, victory over uh, Buddy and um, uh, Bruno never, you know, any loss or win. Bruno won. Bruno won over Buddy, and it was like Buddy submitted to a genuine sleep uh, bear hug. And he he would claim that he had no choice. He submitted. It was a shoot submission. But he went on to Toronto and wrestled like nothing had happened. And uh, Vince's father had a belt already pre-made for for Bruno to take the next day that looked a lot like the uh, uh, National Wrestling Alliance belt. Very similar in in, uh, design and probably real gold. Maybe the last time they bothered was real gold. But anyway, and um, you know, Bruno made a great champion. with the New York, champ- you know, New York could have used the World Champion for all its towns and stuff. They could have maybe used. Uh, you know, they would have booked the NWA champion so often that uh, the other uh, members of the alliance wouldn't be able to use them. You know, and you know, shortly thereafter, Burn Gagne, AWA had its own champion that was Burn himself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after a while, there's all kinds of world champions. But for a long time, there was just one uh, bona fide, undisputed champion. You know, no matter how you regard wrestling, it was that was the NWA champion. Yeah, and, uh,
2: right. Uh, you know, wrestling really cool. is wasn't, what uh, it is. I was going to say, wasn't, uh, was. uh, wasn't Gotch uh, the first?
7: Yeah. Frank Gotch was the first, and it uh, went on from there, you know. Um, yeah. you know, but even then, uh, it had to be what it had to be, you know, everything was slow in those days, there was no camera, there was no motor, you know, high-speed motorbikes and car racing and all kinds of stuff, uh, you know, was, Yeah. You
4: know,
7: but you can still draw big crowds because of the fact mm-hmm. that there was so little entertainment in those days, that was long, long before Elvis Presley and the Beatles, and that kind of thing, you know, and um, yep, you, you definitely, it was, wrestle it was
2: way before, it was way before, was way before you ain't nothing but a hound dog with
7: the honky tonk man You're right, <laughs> yeah exactly,
2: no kidding buddy
7: Yeah, <laughs> yeah you yeah, you try, uh, would wrestle for an hour with the same head scissors on And I've seen guys try to, you know, duplicate that just to sort of try and impress the rest of the, uh, <laughs> rest of the wrestlers And they'd actually keep the crowd on their toes, like Johnny Valentine, and uh, Mm. I can't remember who it was, but I remember Johnny, Johnny, it was Johnny's idea, maybe Vincent Lopez or someone like that, some unknown guy, but uh, they fought for a long time with just the body scissors on, and, you know, one guy would be selling it, and they'd pick him up and slam him on his ass and put the Mm bone nelson on, but keep that body scissors on the whole time, he just couldn't quite yeah. make it to the rope, or if he did, oh. uh, referee didn't see it, and the, the heel would pull his hair back and drag him back mm-hmm. to the middle of the ring, and he gets close again.
4: I seen that and... this
2: week. I seen that this past weekend where two beautiful women wrestled, and yeah. this one girl did that. Uh, it was uh, Jordan Grace versus um, a good friend of mine now, Angelus Lane, and. They did yeah. that in the match with the body scissors. After me saying I haven't seen wrestlers really doing the body scissors, and uh, you know that's what my best friend does. My yeah. best friend Matt, he does he does old time, old school moves that you don't see no more, like a bear yeah. hug.
7: So he'll just bear hug. You know, finally, just, finally, yeah, after almost submitting so many times, finally the the guy in the bear in the uh, scissors would finally get loose and mm-hmm. uh, eat a boy getting caught again until he could get his breath back
2: and how, all that.
0: How would
2: you get out? If someone puts you in the scissors, how were you taught to get out of that? Did you, and did your dad ever teach you guys, like, escape
4: holds?
7: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you could, uh, all kinds of ways. You can roll over and try and pin the guy, and you can give him an elbow from either side of the head or, you know, left or right-handed elbow, uh, you try and scurry to the ropes, you know, kind of just uh, kick your ass and heels all the way to the ropes or, um, you know, go backwards over him like a reverse somersault if you can and try and pin him or make a tag if you're in a tag situation or something. Oh, you know,
2: I, see, uh, I, I see which way you, I see which way, uh, I see which way you yeah, would uh
7: you try would to go. get to your yeah, feet you somehow go. and, you know, give him a flying mare or something or. Grab grab one of his legs if you can, you know, put pressure on him and knock him over or get him to break the grip. Get between the legs and your body and stuff like that. No, man, I tell you, I love talking. uh, I was gonna say I love talking.
2: I I was gonna say I love talking. uh, I love talking wrestling with you and I love picking your brain just as much as Urban Legend. Urban Legend. Urban Legend, and, uh, of course, Mr. Grimm, of course, Steve Ball. Anybody that you talk to, I always hear, how's Smith doing? This whole past weekend uh, when I was at Pro mm-hmm. Wrestling Magic, everybody came up to me. They were like, how's Smith doing? You still calling I tell you, yeah. I talked to Smith. I said I always track him I'm down. I'm still picking. And now I- I'm, glad you're yeah. out. I'm glad you're out of uh, your area and you're out seeing different stuff
7: in Toronto.
2: I'm sure you're happy yeah, about good to see that. My
7: son again, uh, yeah, well, he was in Calgary, but the weather was horrible, and the guys he was with uh, gambled all their money away pretty quickly and then got drunk, uh, you know, and didn't want to drive and stuff like that. And, you know, mm. Michael and I, my time was limited uh, that, therefore. So I'm spending some more time with him right now, and he was not good. able to get time off work for my... Uh, celebration of my uh, death or life or whatever that was organized. Yeah,
2: I well it's a play. celebration of your life. You're still alive, it's not yeah. death. Yeah, exactly. It's a, yeah, as as it's a celebration of life. Your life. Definitely. Right. And I'm excited, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm excited to be a part of your life, man. You've really made yeah. a difference in mm-hmm. a change in my life and how I look at how I look at things. And uh <laughs> you're definitely a uh, yeah. a fighter. Okay. And I, I gotta say, man, it, it's uh, it's fun. Uh, we gotta get yeah. your show back on the road. People are starting to wonder where when the heart grapevine's coming back. Hopefully yeah, they'll the to think I am
4: dead. <laughs>
2: yeah, I wanna do yeah. I wanna
7: interview Chuck Webner. Uh I got him on ice right now and uh you know, yeah, well, I he must we, be almost ninety years old. He I don't he's level yeah. go before I do or who knows, but uh God well, bless him and is, yeah. good, you got his good
4: adheres to it. You got help. more
7: whole
2: podcast. I was gonna say you got more podcasts, uh, in you, so we better get that back. Tuesday night is your night and we're waiting uh we're waiting for you. We got Tuesday
7: night open, bro.
2: You know? <laughs>
7: yeah, I'm right on.
2: Totally driven radio entertainment is your home. It's been your home since uh since April or May, I think. I forget. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but uh, wow, it's a- that's a long time. Right, it's really weird. It's, it's, I remember when I got the I got the uh, message from Bay Rackney, uh and, and, yeah, and Bay I mean. said and Bay said uh, Smith Hart's going to join the, the the podcast. I said Smith Hart. Other he's like yeah. I'm like cool, you know. And then uh, remember the couple of times, and here we are now. You're doing your own and great great stuff. You know, great yeah, stories, I mean. great old time stories, and you have your your theory and and plus the guests, some of the guests that you've had on are legendary. Especially the night that we spent talking uh to Kevtera. That had to be one of my favorites and uh of course talking with uh talking with the who's who of wrestling. And Chuck Webner would be really good. Chuck Webner was a yeah. great great box great boxer. And the stuff that he did with wrestling was outrageous, um as well. So if yeah. you can get Chuck Webner, uh there'd be uh That'd be great, but uh, I just want yeah. to let everybody know that you guys are listening to Pro Wrestling now with Magic Mike for our episode number ninety-four. Um, one Wednesday night, uh, when you're not doing any, anything, uh, and you want to be, you want to be, you were a couple of times my co-host. You, you're welcome to yeah. come on anytime. You know that. You know that. You're welcome. You're you're a family member, man. You're one of my family right. members, <laughs> whether All you right. like it or not. Whether you like it or not, you're like my older brother.
4: Woohoo. <laughs>
2: uh, How's your dad? Uh, uh my dad is doing really well by the way. Um today he went to uh his rehabilitation and he's doing uh he's doing really good. He's back on his feet. Um, you know, I mean, it's gonna take time. He's talking better, he's doing better. Uh, my whole family's recovering, and it's it's uh, it's going well. It's going well. It's it's really it's really I'm I'm very blessed, and uh you know I got to meet a friend over the weekend, and actually my friend called the show before because his his father, and his father and me um and and him and we you know we were in the like I said, he was a manager, his dad, and his dad and I were good friends, and his dad actually cracked a cane. Over my arm one day, I thought he broke either the cane or my arm. But anyway, yeah. he told me this weekend. He said to me because his dad passed away, and we love his we love his dad. And um, his dad, and he said to me, the best thing, advice I could tell you, Mike, is to cherish your father. He says I didn't have a chance to be with my dad. I, he had he got like three days because his father complained um, of like you know a bad heart. Pain and stuff. He was at work, and um, and and I and I did and I do take it and I do cherish my dad every day, Uh, and I always say that my dad
7: is very wise, very wise for his. Yeah,
2: I always say I take care of my dad and I take care of my family because that's what uh that's what we do. You know, they took care of us, we take care of them. You know how it is. You're a family man. Now you're a father, and you were a great Uh, son. And and you know, I'm sure. I'm sure your parents were lucky to have you, just like we're lucky to have you here. But I'm glad to hear that you're doing well. I want you to continue doing well, and um, you have my number, so you can call me at any time. And uh, we got to get your show back. The heart grapevine must come back because we need some more interesting stories. Yeah, I, I'm I'm dying yeah. for some more wrestling knowledge. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm gonna say on that. So Smith. I will speak to you soon. Uh, Keep fighting. And uh, you can say your adios for everybody. You can close out the show tonight, actually. Hasta
7: la vista. (laughs) I like to give a little variety every once in a while. I learned that in Puerto Rico. Um, I hope my daughter in Calgary, Satania, is listening. She's the only one that speaks Spanish in my entire family. But, uh, yeah, that would
2: be great. I hope yeah. she's listening
7: too. That'd I mean, be I great. Hey, that's back, what
2: we uh, have to do. That's what we have to do one night. We have to do a show where we get some of your family members, like your your kids, and they call up the podcast and we talk to them. Because I never got a chance to. Oh, I took the, uh That's right. I did speak to. Uh,
7: I did speak to. Um, both of some of them. Some of the younger ones. Are I spoke to Mike. You know, uh, and, uh, right, right. Yeah, Matthew and Chad are kind of shy for uh, big, strapping cool. boys. I know,
2: Bay, I know Bay did. a i know Bay did a. Uh, Bay did a podcast with you, and I think it was Matt that
7: was on with him. I think he, it I might it may have been Matt on the second go round, or Mike. I'm not sure. But
2: I know I spoke to. I I believe when the day that Frenchie. When when we got the the call about Frenchie, I believe that was Mike, and uh, and and uh, I spoke to somebody else as well. Owen's uh friends.
7: Yeah, first time I would anyway, not uh, a sore tummy. And I'm sure it wasn't my sister's cooking, that was a Thanksgiving uh Canadian oh, Thanksgiving man. at my brother's. Oh yeah, Rocher's yeah, yeah. I food. know it are
2: saying. yep, that, Ma- that uh, was, uh, Ma- that, was that was fun too. That was fun too. I got to speak to him. Yeah. I got to speak to... Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanna um, say uh good night to you, sir, and uh we'll talk again. And uh, I want to tell everybody, thanks for listening to Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Farrar. Can you believe it's episode number 94? I'm on my way to 100.
7: Wow, good for you. Adios. Adios.
4: Thanks.
2: All your girls back on the line, your favorite. Uh, I'll talk to you soon, Smith. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> he says good for you. Adios. Well, ladies and gentlemen, going to wrap it up. This has been Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Farr. Tune in next week. Episode number 95. Who's my co-host going to be? I don't know. 718 508 is the number. I just want to say so long. Bye-bye. Farewell. Until next time or until we hear the bell. Why don't we go out too? Why don't we go out? Why don't we end the show with
0: it is.